following program contains explicit language and subject matter and is intended for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. Hello? It has to start sometime. What better place than here? What better time than now? Welcome back. It's that time. As I deeply breathe into the microphone. It's episode 52 of the Zero Fucks podcast. Long time back. This will come out November 1. It's a new start, new push and get some new feedback in. New content and a new guest. I did have an idea for a podcast. I'm going to put on hold for now. But I have got some good content coming up in today's episode, which is Halloween. Um, and this has been recorded while the film It Part 2 is on. Right in front of me, in front of the big screen, in front of my guest who... It's not a guest, it's part of the furniture. And of course, by the sound of it, we need to get straight to it. Stop fucking about. So... This from this you'll work out who the guest is because it's time to dance. Can you feel that? You better hold on. This one's about to get bumpy. I'm back from the dead. Neil is back, baby. It's Halloween. He got the Ouija board out. Brought me back. I summonsed. I summonsed him. To the realm of the living. And it is Halloween. And is. we've got a nice scary movie on just Because you love scary I movies. Don't, I don't even <laughs> want to look at the TV. Like, I'm not. It's not on. It's Thomas the Tank Engine's on. That's what I'm pretending anyway. It's not. Nah, it's not anything scary. It's, it's fucking it. It's like the one I know people who are afraid of clowns because of the original it. Yeah. Or they were molested by a clown. I can't remember which one it was. Uh, I'm gonna go with the movie for the I, sake of it. So prior to it, I always I, I was never I've never been scared of clowns. Clowns don't bother me, right? Um it sort of spins you out a bit. Yep. Like it like you look at clowns and go, what the fuck? I had an ex-girlfriend who is is scared shitless of clowns. Like that's her phobia. Like you can't Chlorophobia, go Chlorophobia, I think they call it. Yeah, can't go to circus. Like couldn't take her kids to circus and stuff. Yeah. Like they freak her out. And I was like, mm, yeah, whatever. Until, remember those when those dudes used to dress up as clowns? Yeah. And they used to just stand in the dark. Yeah. And then they'd run at cars and shit. That, that got me. That's like, fuck, if fuck I saw that. I'd be running a clown over. Yeah. Yeah, I remember when that when it happened, and they had on like on the morning shows, like the Association of Clowns or whatever they were, like, and they're like, "This is bringing us bad press." It's like, no, when that dude was murdering kids in the seventies, yeah. that wasn't good for you. The movie in the nineties, 
and the fact that you're an adult man who wants to dress up like none, nothing, nothing about being a clown like makes you think what a nice guy. Yeah. And how can you trust trust um, a, a group of people that they can fit seventy two of them inside a mini miner? I know, right? They could fucking show up anywhere. They just and tiniest car ever, and they I don't just trust anyone who spends like a whole week practicing turning a balloon into a poodle. Yeah. Like yeah. You got to have an ulterior motive for that. I think that's a like a pedophile hobby. Hundred percent. Arts, and, arts and crafts are the hobbies of pedophiles. Yeah, yeah. Like every time they raid a pedophile's house, there's like a trestle with a canvas on it, and he's been like <laughs> painting a vase. Yeah. Working his way up to painting children. Yeah. Yeah. Or they're knitting. Old people and pedophiles are two people that knit. No one else. Yeah. Oh. No, I got a friend that knits, and yeah. she's only in the thirties. Wow! So she's a pedophile in training? No, no, she's not. No, no, definitely not a pedophile. <laughs> you had to question that one, though. You're like, no, because I'm still trying to work out the background of why she took up knitting. I don't know. Is she an alcoholic? Nope, nope. Does she just not enjoy other things? Is she good at knitting? I think she's become I was, good. I, you know, like. My mum used to knit and used to make like jumpers and shit. Yeah, the worst fucking thing you could ever wear. That's itchy as fuck. My memory as a child of of having a knitted jumper, what made it worse. Nan used to knit jumpers and it was like, oh, this is made of sandpaper. Yeah. Yeah. And one day I got in a bath with it. Wow. Because, you know, I was an idiot and a child. Yeah. And I got in and it's like, you ever ever tried to get out of a bath but you're covered in like wet wool? No, you're stuck. That shit nearly dragged me down. I was about to haunt that bathtub. Yeah, no, you would have on the bottom of the bath. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know why she knits. I don't know why she knits. I was watching. I was watching. I got on a train the other day, and a woman in front of me was knitting, oh, and, really? and I was watching her knit. And like, to be fair, she was old. To be fair, she was Chinese, which I thought was weird. I didn't know they knit. Is that a racist assumption? I eat foods with sticks. Why wouldn't they knit? Yeah, that's true. Like when she was done, she put the knitting away and just had some noodles. Yeah. And Did she use the same ones, the same knitting yeah. needles? <laughs> yeah, I don't even know if they're knitting needles. They might have been chopsticks. Chopsticks, of course. But she was knitting and it was fucking like I, I was trying to figure out just by watching what she was actually doing. I don't know what the fuck she was doing. Like I couldn't figure it out with my eyes. I couldn't figure out she was doing like loop-de-loops and yeah, yeah. and then like she turned a corner with it. Cause I never understand like I understand like if you knit, it's gonna come out in in, in a, in oh, a yeah. square. Yeah. But clothes aren't squares, yeah. Multi many angles, and she did like some whoop de whoop and like changed the, the direction of it. And I think she was a witch. Yeah, you know, this made me re- rethink the whole like making a garment now as to, yeah, I don't know. I like the idea of an old Chinese lady with dementia knitting a, knitting a jacket out of her soup. Yes, <laughs> now that's realistic. <laughs> and then she tries to eat a jumper. Yeah, god damn it, grandma. Why did noodle keep breaking? <laughs> Tastes like shit. What's um, and you great subway segue. What about the trains? Ooh. Now, you spend a long time not catching trains. So for the entirety of, so I started driving when I was twenty. I got a car when I was twenty. Yep. For the first two years, so you got school, you catch school bus. Catch a train every now and then, catch a bus every now and then. As an adult, I used to walk to work. Yeah. Well, my friends drive me around. And then when I started working further away from home, I started driving. Yeah. So I've never been a daily public transporter, transport person, or for my needs, because I don't have a car at the moment. So everything 
I'll walk to the local shops, which is a, a Coles or a Woolies, so it's sweet. Yeah. If I have to go further than that, or if I have to go to work and I go to work five days a week, work I catch two buses and two trains in yeah. total. Yeah. And let me tell you, no one's catching the train um, not begrudgingly. Oh, they hate it? No one's on a train like this is the best option. They hate it. It's fucking like you're 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 you could be your average person's trying to make some money, get by get by and you know, raise a family, and then next to you is a dude who lives in a bin. Yes. And his only intention for the whole day is to find and smoke crack cocaine. Nice. And you just gotta be in a small room with him for an under an indiscriminate amount of time. One thing I've learned by watching these folk is you see him get on, you know at least that no crackhead's ever traveled more than five stops on a train. Oh really? No crackhead gets on at like Parramatta and they're like, I'm going to the city. They're going very short distances for crack. Right. Well, I don't even know if it's crack. Maybe they're just crazy. Maybe they're just pieces of shit. But pieces of shit don't stay on trains for long. It's a couple of stations and off. Yeah, that's it. Just to the next piece of shit destination. Yeah, right. That and yeah, I've learned some. There's beggars on trains now. What What's the atmosphere inside? Because they're all sealed now. There's no such thing as opening windows in trains anymore. I I didn't know you could open windows in trains before. Oh, that's how old I, I do remember. They used to be able to walk between carriages, and that wasn't sealed. You can still. So that's that's now enclosed. Yes, so you press yes, a button, and it's like, yeah, psh, yeah, yeah, like Star Wars. Yeah. yeah. Um, Dude, I used to, when I was going catching the train to school. Fuck, I'm old. There was a thing called the Red Rattlers. Yeah, see, I see one of them every now and then. There's still like a historical sake Red Rattler that just yeah. travels so about. How you literally get in the other Red Rattlers them. is pull the lever yeah. and slide the door. Yeah. And so you could jump out of a train at any stage. You just leave. You're just like, I'm done with this train. Yeah. I'm just I've had yeah. enough of this. And even the other trains, like the, the when they brought in the silver like bullet top. The Millennium trains. Are, oh, no, no, before that. Okay. Tangaras? Yeah, what they used to, before the Tangara. He's so, naming all these trains. Millennium, Tangara, yeah, you're all choo -choo. over it. You're all over it. Um, Thomas, the um they had two story carriages. Yeah. Right? And in the doorways, you just the guards would press the button, ding, and close the doors. And you just put your foot on the edge and, and you'd hold the door open. So we used to have this one one spot on a station. Um every afternoon. So what we're catching, probably about half past four train, 4.30 from Campbelltown to Liverpool. Yeah. And we'd get to Minto Station Ooh. and all the kids from, I think it's James Meehan. Because all the high schools are really like along that, there's a high school yeah. along yeah. each of the train stops. They Kids would use the trains frequently, like whereas I was going to a school way out in the bush. So... We would load up and whatever pieces of fruit you had from that day, you used to hold. And as the train would take off, we'd hold both the doors open and we would – it would be a fruit fight every afternoon. They were sitting there holding umbrellas up trying to – and then they'd be throwing fruit at the train, right? Well, they're sticking out like dog's balls because they're on – and everyone can see them doing it. They can't see us. And of course, we're in school uniform. We're fucking idiots. But that was, that was my train experience. That was only ever what it was and, and that's the – you know, 80s into the yeah. 90s. So I, I imagine it was quite a battle. Well, and the other thing too. It's like archers, but it's just dudes with bananas. Oh, it's just crazy. But 
what I saw that you wouldn't see anymore is newspapers. People don't read newspapers. Yeah. I saw a newspaper the other day. Okay. And I know people don't read newspapers when I, I saw a newspaper and I'm like, hey, a newspaper. That doesn't happen. Like No. But no one reading them on the train? No. No. I would. No. Phones and iPads? Phones, iPads, people masturbating. Yeah. Yeah. That's me. Yeah. Um, they're not watching you. Yeah, though. no, you don't you don't see newspapers. No. Nah. You don't see magazines. No. Nah. You don't see an ancient monk scribing pages of the Bible in gold leaf. It's just yeah, it's days have changed. It is. It's really like everyone just sort of sits there on their phone and pretends that they're not on a train. Yeah. To um do you see people watching laptops? I used to see that a bit. People get people will get set up. Yeah. Like uh, you, you someone will walk in and they'll like put their laptop in front of them and they'll get out a kettle. <laughs> Make a coffee. Yeah, like they'll they'll, they'll set themselves up. They'll Grind some little, beans. They a little side table. They put a vase on it. Yeah, you know, like yeah, people get comfortable on trains. Um, the yeah. COVID things made it weird because you just like you, you got three seaters and it's like only one person sits there. It's a lot of standing that goes on when it's busy. Yeah, right. Because okay. they've got these notifications on the on the platforms. Is if it's busy, just wait for the next train. It's like yeah, I'll take fucking six hours to go home. Thanks, bud. Yeah, no one wants to do yeah, that. I'm just going to wait for the next train. I'm catching COVID. I need to get home. Who Who's going to do that realistically? Who's going to go, oh. Every now and then in public, you will see a COVID nut. They're fantastic people if you ever see them. COVID what? COVID nut. They're out there and they are afraid of the fact that they're out there. Okay. They're like sanitizing shit. They're, they're measuring the, the, the 1.5. Someone walks past them and they're like, ah, and they jump out the way. Yeah. Just say to them, hey, no, no, my COVID's different. It's only one point. I lick them. Yeah. I walk up behind them real quiet and I just, hello. Up the side of their neck? Yeah. Nice. And tongue in the ear. And then I cough. There's it's nothing wrong with that. Just one single. Being polite, I, I don't understand there's anything wrong with that. That's it, because now you got it, you don't need to be afraid of it, right? Yeah. <laughs> so since COVID, we haven't done one of these prior to, like, no. prior to COVID. So No, so COVID was... Really kicked in the end of March, I think. Yeah, yeah. Really, like it. What well, it took off in China, what in October, November, no one talked about it. China didn't talk about it. They're like, nothing's going on over here. Yeah. Well, we're just welding people into their houses. What yeah. we do, you know, yeah. you know, insult our culture. Yeah, it's part of our traineeship for uh, welders. <laughs> Wouldn't have worked in the past. It made a paper. When you saw footage of people being dragged out, like out yeah. of their homes and thrown into a bus, mm. you're sort of starting to go down the part of, you know. Yeah, if Hitler was alive, like this is what he'd be doing. I remember there was like a genuine, like I remember the the, the feeling of it didn't really hit. So I, was, I don't work in pubs anymore. Yeah. Is there a button on the soundboard where people clap? No? Okay. I'll just keep talking. Of course there is. <laughs> you just have to give me a hum. <laughs> That's all right. Just a little bit of. Yeah, I don't work in pubs anymore. I got out of the industry. And we can even go. Pubs are gone. That should be our old. That should be like um, when it's gone. It's the past. Yeah. Newspapers. The the reaction. <laughs> Newspapers. Yeah. Wow, we're out of. Seat. We need some practice, hey. All right. Um. Actually, but while we do know one thing. Hey guys, I'm Randy, the new intern. No, no, Randy's not, <laughs> not here. I don't know that. I don't know, Randy. Where is he? Randy's the intern. Okay. Um, what have we done with it? I don't know. Uh, I, 
Oh, dude, I'm so upset. We'll get to it. But so, um, fuck, what story was I telling? Um, uh, when COVID first started. Yeah. I was, I, was, I was working in pubs. I'm no longer in pubs anymore. That's what it was. That's what it was. Nah, it didn't work. No, because you got me looking <laughs> for something. I'm trying to get you sharp. You gotta you gotta be soundboard bloke. You gotta be on it. Come on, Jamie. I do, I do. Pull that up, would you? Pull that up, Jamie. Ah, ist mir warm. That's better. Now we're getting there. Um so yeah, well you were saying um when it first started, what was that? I was working in pubs. I don't work in pubs anymore. Well done. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. It's truly an honor. I'd like to thank uh COVID. Just the fucking worst people I've ever experienced for making me change industries. I was working in pubs. But what, what did, yeah, because I was going to say, what did happen was that where you were working actually put a really good plan together. Yeah. Because there's a really good story you're going to tell me about what you were selling. Uh, when you guys went. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. I was, I was, I'll tell that. I'll tell the storyline. Yeah. Um, so it was late March and then I remember being at work and it was on the news they're like, pubs are shut from tomorrow. And like, there was a real fear. Yeah. Like, I went from, you got a job, shit's normal. Someone in kind of China coughs. Everyone's like, ah, it won't get here. And then it's like March. And it was like March 28 or 29. Like, it was late, late March. And then next day, shut. Nothing. Dead. Done. That was literally how it happened for you guys? We finished trade. And then the next day, you could trade, excuse me, up to midday if you wanted to. No one did. I don't think anyone did that. Yeah. Um, I don't know, it was six, seven months ago now. And so it was just all of a sudden, it's like, do I have a job? Yeah. I had to take a pay cut. Um, but just the whole fear of it, like toilet paper was running out. Yeah, yeah. You go into the shops and the shelves were empty. It was like war. Like uh, that was a fucking scary time. How quickly we get over it. Like now I'm just walking into shops and just like licking things and like, oh, I don't want that. Putting it back, like putting the apple back on a shelf. Like it's just... <laughs> Did you see there was people yeah. licking stuff? Yeah. Oh, people were getting co- like arrested for, for coughing at yeah. other f- people. Don't cough at anyone. That's a bad idea anyway. But yeah. like there was just like this very quick descent into madness where it was like that was like dipping your toes into like the world ending. It's like is the world ending? And that's how we acted. We fucking took all the toilet paper and like yeah. people went to court for fighting other people in shopping centers. And like just very quickly the madness descended. I feel like that's our glimpse of mania. Like in it was a, it was a, only a small bit, and it was a test. But that's what's scary is how how small of that was, and then the toilet reaction. Paper. Toilet paper. I I never got the toilet paper thing. No. And like I felt fucking you know remember you know in wartime when people were like rationing, but then like there was the underground where you could yeah get toothpaste and like three extra potatoes. I knew someone who worked. I knew someone through someone who worked at a, a pharmacy, a big chain pharmacy, and out the back door in an unmarked box, they gave us toilet paper and hand sanitizer and hand soap. Fuck! <laughs> like out, literal, literally, pull up out the back. Yeah. Walk out with a with an indiscreet box. Make sure no one's looking, and give you toilet paper. Like. You felt cool as shit, but that's insane. Yeah. yeah. That is insane. And, and the, I, I'm, I'm a four-ply guy. Like, they weren't, they were like, well, four-ply's done, man. Like, that's over. That's, yeah. that's pre-mania. Yeah. You get one and a half-ply. That's, that's the new luxury. It, the, 
Well, the Sea and thing, it, it wasn't just here. It was worldwide. The whole The, the toilet paper was... That, yeah. yeah well, and why did they focus on that? I don't know. But fuck it. That's the way it started. I, I, I honestly can't comprehend it. I think... I don't think it was necessarily because it was toilet paper. I think that's just what people chose. Yeah. And it's that self-perpetuating, like, someone's like, oh, I'm really... Maybe this we're just fucking idiots who all think alike, and there's a bunch of people are like, oh, we'll get the toilet paper. And then everyone's like, they're getting the toilet paper. Is there something that they don't know that I don't know? And then it got to the point where it's literally like toilet paper is so hard to come by. Yeah. Fuck it, I'm going to fight for it too because I'm not the dude who's going to be like, I don't even know. I stole, I worked at the pub store, so I just stole pub toilet paper. Yeah. I never had to use it, thankfully, because that is barely paper. It's shit. It's, yes. It's like you really, you realistically risk sticking a digit through straight in your belt hole. No, you got to fold it and fold it. But then like the softness. Yeah. On, on, on you got to put vitamin E cream on afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Break out the aloe vera and hundred percent. One day I'm going to be an old man and like kids going to be complaining about five ply, ply and I'll be like, when I was a boy and I worked in the pubs, we wiped our ass with a stick, we sharpened it for fun. Like, yeah, it's insane. I, I love old bush stories where they say that. They couldn't wait for the white pages to be delivered because they took it straight out. They drilled a hole in it and hung it up in the outhouse and that's what you wiped <laughs> your ass with. Something, something a, a really great point was raised in that and, 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 and there was also this, people started realising bidets are an option. Yeah. And it made me think that... The French aren't dumbasses after all. Why the fuck, you know, if, if you got shit on your arm, would you just wipe it off and be like, arms clean? Or would you soap and water your arm? Yeah. Would you? You wouldn't feel clean until you'd done that. Because you know my theory with toilet paper. Realistically, what's that? It's a conspiracy by Big Poo. No, no, no. When you use it, you're literally wiping shit into your skin. Well, that's it. Like it's not. That's why I've got wet wipes. A hundred percent. I'm a wet wipe guy. Yeah. Just give it that. Clean it but out. If you got it. shit on any other part of your body, you wouldn't just wipe it off and be like done with the day. Yeah, I'm clean. Yeah. Why? Why is it? Just for your butthole, like bidets are the way. Like yeah. I'm, I'm hoping to get my hands on one. I want to get a bidet. I, I rant, so it's hard to just install that and for them to be like. I've got one fine. in there. It's called a shower head. Just give it a, just pump the shower up and. It's not the same. Yeah, no, no, not on the normal. Turn it on the turbo. Fucking blast. Yeah, you got to get up and like <laughs> penguin walk over to it. No, just my my toilet's in a separate room to my bathroom. Ah, yeah, yeah, I'm a yeah. do little. I can't do that. Yeah. I, I look, I haven't thought of it until now. That's, it's a fantastic question. I'm, I'm not. And then we look at the bash. Europeans like, what do you mean you put water on your butt? It's like, one, the people that say that, are they showering and then just ignoring that? They got like a shower cap, but for their ass, they're like, I only get water on that's gay. <laughs> so th- so he, here's how it works in Australia. And I'm really scared that I know this, but this works from an industry that I used to work in. So this yeah. is how I know it. Proper bidet in the terms of what is created in, in, in France. Bidet to you too. Bidet is um, literally like a toilet without a seat on it, although some French ones do. And from – but you sit on it normally, right? That's that's the bidet that yeah. started out, right? So is a bidet usually a separate unit? Like yes, you got yes, yeah. Total. Oh, no, I want one of those, those fucking Japanese yeah. ones. Yeah, so it's a total separate unit. I want a Japanese space toilet. Like a little bit comes out and it sprays you yeah. and it goes back in. 
so R two D two looking. Well, what would happen in the old ones is that you turn the taps on, yeah, and the water there's a, like a sprinkler head at the bottom that shoots up, yeah. Okay, Australian standards being one of the toughest in the world when it comes to clean water, yeah, is that if you do that and you remove fecal matter, and it actually can run back into the water system because that's where the water. It, it's very unlikely mm. because water under pressure is moving up way, not out and backwards, but. So that's why you see a lot of them are like a separate toilet next to it with a tap on the top yeah. and you sit facing the wall, not facing back, facing the wall and you turn it on. Yeah. And for a man, your dick and balls are right there. So you sort of got to do a, an adjustment and go get into it. More popular for women than men but like you talk about now, they all came with like a retrofitted toilet seat Yeah. where you've got like a spray that comes out and – yeah, does the I don't know. Well, it's, like I imagine, like Japanese would have like a really good version of that. They're efficient. Oh yeah, that's not racism. They, have ones that play they just music, got like man. fantastic toilets. Yeah, they have ones that play music. They don't have any issues. Yeah, so I learned that from The Simpsons. Um, so that that would have there that would see. Don't say people don't <laughs> learn from The Simpsons. That there would have alleviated a lot of problems. But for me, what I found with the toilet paper thing, it's like um, the panic and the mania was all about. Um, rumour, oh, we don't manufacture here, we manufacture in China. They're going to stop all shipping and yeah. all that sort of stuff. Now, I don't know how true that was. It's not because then there was lines out of the factory. That's right. And the, and the factory that was one shift a day, I believe in South Australia, went to three shifts yeah. and they were churning it. Now, again, was it hearsay? Did the man land on the moon? You know, like, there's a lot of conspiracies that went around. I'm not buying the pangolin slash um, fucking the, bat, bat so, theory. So I've I've looked into this. Yeah. And without being conspiratorial, um, it's bullshit. It's straight bullshit. 100%. And it takes very, very few, wouldn't say assumptions, but very few short leaps to realise a few things. When Look at the outbreak China had, right? Yeah. And then they just fucking didn't tell anyone. Yeah. Now, if China are that secretive about a national pandemic, which is now a global pandemic, really think they're going to tell anyone they're working on secret viruses? No. To the top virologist from Russia, who's like China's mate, has said they were doing shit with the, with the corona because coronavirus exists already. This is one that can jump the humans. Right. Uh, so coronavirus exists in animals. Unlike you had with... There's been a few, like, um, was it SARS was a coronavirus? It, it, what, it, what it does is it evolves and manages to be able to jump to people. That's all it was. So heaps of animals. Pangolins have coronavirus in it. Yeah. 12 kilometres from the Wuhan wet market is Chinese Centre for Disease and Virus, where this Russian bloke is saying they're doing some crazy shit with coronaviruses over there. 12 kilometres... What's the odds that a dude who was there fucking accidentally makes it, it gets out, it travels 12 kilometres to the Wuhan wet market. The other thing is the first virus research team that went in to try and categorise it and figure out what's going on had a very, very strange... There was like three boxes you had to tick to be part of, considered to be part of this when, when it very first started. One was that you had to have visited this wet market. Yeah. Why would that make sense for tracking it is you had to go there. No, the idea is you're meant to be tracking it. But instead, they would. You had to be in a certain place before you could be tracked. 
Yeah, it okay. was shifting the blame onto it. And the likelihood is Chinese probably didn't go, you know what we should do is release a virus and fuck the planet up. But what they also probably did was created this virus and accidentally let it out and went, oh, we just won't tell anyone. It seems I'm going there. I'm, yeah. I'm with that. Like the yeah. people want to go the full hog and go, China tried to take the world over and and then the, the Black Pope, you know, and the, the, the secret, uh, what are those fucking Freemasons and yeah. all of those weird conspiracies. Like you don't have to go that far, but like. Yeah, I'm, I'm, so I come back to the evidence side of it. I go, no evidence of pangolin, pangolin or bats um, have produced this in the future or, you know, in the past and now it's moving to the future that's going to get worse, right? I didn't even know of a pangolin's existence. You didn't? No, a pangolin looked like something out of Pokemon to me. Hard. That's um, what you knew about pangolins? Yeah, yeah I'd, I'd found it. I watched a documentary a couple of years ago and found out about it. That's I'm nuts. Like, that's not real. Yeah, it looks it looks like something out of Pokemon. It's, it looks made up. Yeah. So yeah. I didn't buy any of that. Right. I didn't get bogged down in the he said, she said, this did, that did that. Like I'm just looking at stats now. They're saying that China, right, as of today, has had 41 new cases, confirmed cases, 91,000, close to 92, right? So let's say 92,000 confirmed cases, yeah. 4,700 deaths. In the country that's got nah. a billion, I'm not No one trusts it. their numbers. No. Nah. They... They fucking lost that amount in the first week. Like that was an insane experience. But yeah, I remember that. I was going back to it. I remember that like fear and panic. And, yeah. Um, so yeah, like where the pub shut, we ended up selling uh, beer on tap in bottles. Yeah. So this is this is a cool thing, right? So I give your company X company. Do you say X company? Previous company. Previous employer. Previous employer. I give them credit for. Yeah. How do we? keep our business alive and how do we keep people employed? Because you'd recently, prior to all of this shit, had gone into being a manager yeah, and been managing as well. Yeah. And they got they let like the other staff, casuals and that, they just had to put them off. But yeah, they a lot, kept of, you lot guys, of people just gone. Yeah, but they kept you in. And I know, I think, I don't know if JobKeeper or JobSeeker was actually a thing then, was it? Uh, it wasn't initially. I never got anything from it. Yeah. So essentially, I just the, what I ended up getting paid was pretty much that amount. Yeah. Okay. So I took a I took a thirty three percent pay cut. Yeah. I think it was the greatest thing that ever happened to me. Like a shake up. Yeah, because all of a sudden I had all this free time. Yeah. And I was taken away from from this industry where you sort of just get used to the madness, these horrible fucking sleeping hours, and just like all the insanity that is drunk people and people on drugs and people gambling. And you just go, yep, that's normal. And then you like accept the shitty pay that also comes with it. And then all of a sudden that stopped. I was running a bottle shop like five hours a day. Yeah. With that, they're doing all right business. Like you say, like props to the, the person who came up with it. The bloke who thought of it is a fucking moron. It yeah. just happened that in an office in one of the pubs they had five years ago before our company had even take over in that pub, they'd order these squealers and growlers, never used them, put them in an office. He remembered they existed. He acted like he, he fucking cured the coronavirus. He just remembered they were there. So is it a glass bottle? It's or? a two-liter and a one-liter glass bottle. Right. And how do you cap it? It's got a screw-on lid. Oh, fuck. They're reusable. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, he, th- he thought he was so much of a fucking genius and he was driving up like three hours to get them from this office. And I'm like, I'm going to Google the who manufacture these. Yeah. 
I manufactured one suburb over. Yeah. So he didn't have to smart drive. and they were cheaper. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it wasn't that, that smart of a bloke. He had an idea. Um, but it was good because it gave me like time to I tried to get into gardening for a bit. That was weird. Gardening is a bit of madness within itself. Oh. It's like grass is short. Better grow the grass. Grass is long. Better cut the grass. Grass is short. Fuck, it's June. Like there's no... But you weren't growing grass. What, what I was you? trying to... I tried to grow some plants. They all died. Now I've got a patch of dirt in the garden. Okay. Uh, all the grass died and I got the grass all green and it all died because a mower man cut it too short. Now it's just weeds again. So I've just given up on outside. But, you yeah. know, I tried. I was like... A for effort. Home early and going to bed early and shit. And, but it was enough to be like, I got to get the fuck out of here. And then when the pubs reopened and just all these insane people that weren't allowed to drink for six weeks and acted like they'd lost a limb were coming in and acting like grunks and just drunks. And I was like, I'm out. So here's the thing, that one of the things that blew me away was the the growlers in the, what's the other one? Squealer. Squealer. Yeah. Sounds like two ugly chicks in a nightclub at 4 you know, a.m. You know... Just on that note, old people don't learn new words. They will. They refuse. If you get a bloke who has to drink a different beer because it's mid-strength, he'll never learn the name of that. I never, never once did a bloke over sixty remember the word squealer or growler. They just said whatever a, squ- oh. a squinger, grow, grow. I don't want it. Whatever that word is, big schooner. Like they, they just refuse to know that word. I feel like that's the description of four a.m. when they turn the lights on at a nightclub. The last two chicks standing there is a squealer and a growler. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. like that. Are you the squealer or the growler? I'm the growler. So yeah, you one, are. One's got tits but a limp and the other one's got like a nice <laughs> ass but three teeth. Yeah. Just a squealer and a growler. But can make a sandwich. Oh, yeah. And probably will stab you with a knife. So here's the thing that blew me away was they would come and buy a two-liter or one-liter bottle, right, as opposed to drinking middies or... Uh, Schooners. Yeah, schooners. schooners, most of them. Sorry, schooners, not mini. Schooners, what? Four, 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 425 mil. 425 mil. So if they're getting a litre, they're getting a couple, two schooners, two litres, they're getting four schooners. It, and it did. It worked out cheaper than actually paying for. Yeah. yeah. But they would go across to the car park. <laughs> and look at the pub. And drink them straight out of the bottle. Uh, no, you could buy a schooner for a dollar. Oh, so you, you were selling glasses as well? Yeah, I was selling glasses. So you... Fuck off. <laughs> so you fill the bottle, yep. lid, here it is, here's your glass for a dollar. Yeah. And they would go across in the car. Literally across the street to where there is a public train station car park. And they would sit there looking at the pub. Yep. Drinking their schooners. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Fuck, go home. <laughs> they would, they loved it. They loved the idea of it. Outdoor drinking. Yeah. Look at this, it's fucking outdoor that, that, drinking. To the point there was like 15 people. And the cops would drive past and look at him and I'm like, you're not going to – that's crime. Yeah. They would – yeah, it was insane. It was absolutely – we had a bloke who would buy five a day. Wow. He spent $100 a day. Just And he'd walk off? And then, then, then my boss at the time – I don't even like calling my boss. He was a little fucking idiot. He was just a dumb cunt. Um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So he was like, you know, if you get this many, we'll deliver them to you. No. And then I ha- and then he goes, oh, you got to deliver them to this bloke. I was just like, all right, well, it's going to cost you petrol. Um, yeah. Jump in the car, drive erratically, try and shake it up, and you get there and it was just like, ah, oh, this bloke, I didn't want to fuck, I'd, I'd stop doing it. 
Yeah. I got I got there. This guy was just dumb. Like he had no brains. Like he was clearly very high and just a bogan and you'd rock up and he'd have a dog trying to jump all over you and he's like, bring it into the backyard. And I'm like, how's about you come to the fucking street? And then just all this. And the like, first time I went there, this is how you know someone's an idiot. First time I got there, did the delivery, and you, did, you take the old bottles, give the new bottles. So essentially you're a milkman but with beer. Yeah. And he looks at me and sort of like leaning on the fingers, you want a cone? No. I said, brother, I don't want to fucking speak to you. What are you talking about a cone? Yeah. Well, you can come in and have a bit of pot. I said, I don't want to be, I don't want to be your friend. So I just like some awkward experience. I'll stop looking at that TV screen. Just some odd, yeah, just strange people. Strange people. Yeah. So that was the catalyst for you, Tom. To say, yeah, like, fuck this. I'm I'm spending 10 hours a day here. Stresses me out. Plus all the travel, plus the stupid hours. And so I quit. How much better are you for it now? It's like 100% better. Yeah, that's good, dude. That's good. I regret not doing it when I was 20. Yeah, you're still only young, man. You can fucking do anything. But it was just just like, this is insane. Now I go to work. I don't think about work till I get to work. Yeah. And then when I leave work, I don't think about work. Yeah. No one calls me. Yeah. They tried to call me in for work today and I went, nah, stuff, I don't want to work. Money's good. And, and, and you got that flexibility. You don't get shit on because you, I don't want to work today. I wasn't, like, it's not my roster. I, I, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. Oh, that's okay. No worries. Yeah, that's it. In There's the pub game, you- they fucking make you feel oh, bad. Oh, it's, it's like, and- like you, how dare you? Yeah. It's yeah. funny though, now that I'm not there, they have like 25 staff. <laughs> so someone figured it out. Yeah, right. I don't know. I don't think about the place. I don't, I don't, it's gone. But I'm glad that I've moved on. I've moved yeah. to a better place. Greener pastures, man. That's it. So, well, since it's been a while, we've covered off some fucking tragic year, really. It's, it's been a shit one. It's just been fucking horrible in so many ways. I, I don't know. There's not too many. Like I, I think you moving on is a good tale, but there hasn't been too many good tales of people have, that I've heard of. I think it's been a year where everyone's just got on with it. Yeah, like that's that's really it. Like no, no one's coming out triumphant. Like I had the best year. Everyone's just like, well, you know, it's getting towards the end, final stretch. Let's get it over with. Yeah, they better not have fireworks this year. Why? They don't fucking celebrate. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. But no, but you celebrate the new year. So you celebrate? Wouldn't you celebrate the year at the end of the year, though? No, because it, the, the fireworks don't kick off until okay twelve o'clock. That's true. So it's welcoming. So in it's welcoming. The new I don't year. want. I don't want. I don't want that. No, you know, because remember last year there was all these horrible bushfires and they still did it. Some bad omen shit. How about we all just shut the fuck up? We well, let twenty twenty one come come about, and then we'll decide. The, this time last year, our country was burning. Worst bushfires in in like his, in our yeah, history. It's like. Yeah, and it's funny, like so. Anthony Robbins, he look at me quoting Anthony Robbins, right? But here's the truth: Anthony Robbins always uses this phrase, and it's stuck in my head forever. Is that one day we'll look back on this and laugh? Now, yeah, I'm not saying that this time last year is a laughable situation because it's not. Yeah, but when the fires, we're all like, uh, what's that uh, so-called comedian Celeste Barber? She's the one that mimics models out of yeah, Instagram yeah, yeah, and yeah. shit. She raised over a million bucks. Yeah, people people were coming. The woman was like selling box picks and 
was ostracized by her own family and whatnot. Yeah. But she was like, fuck it, save koalas. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, she – I remember following her on Instagram um, and, and I'll, I'll get to the reason why and we'll cover this off with Instagram shortly actually. But I remember following her on Instagram while she was put this pledge out to donate and it all stemmed from her in-laws live down the south coast of New South Wales and they were in a situation that was really drastic. And because it's regional Australia, the focus on resources is lower than the rest of the country, right? It's, yeah. it's all city-based and everyone in cities gets the best and then further out you get less and less and less and less because the population numbers drop and that's how they work it out. So where they were on the south coast, they were engulfed and her father-in-law um, had to be shipped out by like by boat because I was surrounded. Yeah. Anyway, so she started this pledge and used her um, celebrity, as they call it, um, to raise money. Now, credit to her, it was like we want to raise a thousand dollars. We want to raise two thousand, ten thousand. When it got to fifty thousand, she was like, "I can't believe this. This has been incredible. We're going to go higher. Let's keep going." And it jumped to a hundred grand. Well, at that stage, Celeste Barber has a network of fans around the world because of Instagram. Yeah. Um, and she's like. She does a major tours in America of a comedy show. I don't think she's a comedian. She goes on stage and she put shows the pictures on the screen and says, "This is what I did." That she's got in trouble. She's an entertainer. Yeah, yeah, that's what she is. But what she was doing was a fucking great thing. A million bucks, it just kept flying. So it that's gets over a million bucks. Yeah. Now this time last year, when we got to that stage and all that shit happened at Christmas time, whatever. I don't say we're now looking back and laugh. But it's very small in comparison to trivialize. Not yeah. trivializes. Maybe that's not the right word. But it that's just smaller does. in comparison because yeah. what we had going on in our back door and we were stressed about. Like it didn't affect us, you and I, personally. But the skies were dark. The skies were. There was ash. a week. There was a week where it was like this. Like you'd smoke. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. Like a fog descended. Like I remember every day you'd wake up and it was just smoke. Like it was insane. Yeah. It was Fucking. The and, apocalypse. Yeah. And. It's, it's crazy. It was it was a crazy start to the year, and the year just didn't get better. No, I feel like we're so like people get complacent, and and it'll complacency will only sort of cause worse problems. But for now, I feel like we're sort of. I think we've got com- to learn coming back to some norm- normal. Yeah, I feel like we've got to learn. I feel like we've got to take away from the COVID thing. You know, come back to that point about what went on and conspiracies. I, I, I'm struggling to understand that we don't have a solution for it yeah. in the 12 month period that's taken place. I'm really struggling to understand why that would be. So, anyway, it's, it's um, it's it's been a crazy 12 months. That's fucking nuts. But it's good to have you back. It's um, and what are we? What are we now? October. It's the end of end of two months to go. Hopefully we can finish a year out all right. What would you consider a good finish to the year? We just fucking make it. Just get there. <laughs> just get there. Yeah. You know, it's like it's like uh, it's like going on a road trip and it's been crazy and now you just want to get home. Yeah. You know, okay. that, that that final stretch, no one's got any energy left. No one's got No, the the madness level has just become regular and it's just like can we just 
Let's get to December. So my best way of thinking, putting that into a lifestyle that I previously led, that's like getting kicked out of the bourbon and beefsteak at 6.30 in the morning when they close for cleaning. Yeah. And you walk outside and it's daylight. You've been out all night. You may have consumed certain substances, allegedly, may have not. Yeah. And you stand out there outside the club next to the park where the big fucking fountain is and you know how far it is Just to get home. The most ragtag group of whoever the fuck made it this far. Yeah. And you're looking at each other and you know how far you got to go home. The sky's got that. It's not black anymore. It's getting... The sky's getting lighter. You know that horrible colour of the sky right before dawn? Oh. Where you're just like, ah, we went too far, didn't we? Well, when you get to that point in, in the middle of the cross, there's people out running. There's people walking dogs. There's people getting coffee. And you're standing there in your go gear. Yeah. You've been sweating all night. The day, your day's finishing and their day finished. They, they slept they, for eight hours. Yeah. And you're looking like shit. Your skin's dry. You're squinting like an albino that's never seen light before. You, because you, you dressed like, for nighttime and it's now very much daytime. Yeah. And you, you're wearing shoes that aren't comfortable to walk in. You've sweat through everything. You've spilt drinks on everything. You taste cigarettes. And the last meal you remember consuming, you also sort of remember throwing it back up. Yes. Or someone has done it on you. <laughs> it's, it's, we're there. Yeah. And we just got to get on that night rider bus. So it's even that early. The trains train. are backing. We're going to yeah. get on that train. So now in my head, that becomes my Everest. Yeah. And all I think about is the peak is hitting that shower and laying down in bed. That's all I want. I don't want anything. Else. I don't want to eat. Suspiciously enough, not hungry. <laughs> not, not even. For, for me, the, the moment of triumph. It's putting your key in the front door. Yeah. You're home. Doesn't matter what happens now. Yeah. Doesn't matter if you forget that shower. Oh, no, no. I mean, you're having that shit. Doesn't matter. Just Even if you just somehow pass out, you're safe. Yeah. It's freedom. You put the air con on cold. Yeah. That was, that's the shit. And at that point, that's relief. That's a big drink of water. That's December 31 this year. That's what that is. December 31. Yeah. Is going to bed after the shower and it's a Sunday morning. Yep. And January 1st, No jerking off? No. Oh, there's no not enough liquid in your body. <laughs> Arms are tight. It's like that. It's like it's not uh, you ever you ever try and then give up because it's just like no <sighs> no one wants this. You slam it in the door or <laughs> something. Doesn't it's matter. like it got up. It tried. We yeah. tried. Yeah. Um it's looking at you like, what? Are you kidding me? <laughs> it's like this at this hour. You must be crazy. It's that. And then January January 1st is we wake up and it's Monday morning. We just get back to it and we'll see, it. We'll see how we go. Or it's, it's at least yeah, Sunday wanna, evening. Yes, yeah. yeah. No, no. Yeah. No, let's make it Sunday morning. It's Sunday morning? Yeah. That's, that's how I want January 1 to be a Sunday morning feeling of I can get up. But you know what? I don't have to because I don't need to be anywhere. Yeah. But it's a new year. Yeah. I feel fresh. And I'm feeling like I could masturbate all day if I wanted to. <laughs> it's, I could choke this chicken. It's, it's got energy back. And then, and then from January 1st, 
We're not going to have conspiracy theories. No. We're not going to be ignorant, not mask-wearing people. All we're going to say is someone will go, what about COVID? And you're like, that's last year's problem. Yes. And we just move on. Yeah. yeah. Someone dies, it's like, well, they, they fucked up last year. We can't, we can't fix the past, only the future. <laughs> it's done. Now I'm going to round this, pro- this, this subject out. We're going to have a break and come back with another subject. But I want to say, did you see that? Trailer I sent you for the movie Songbird? No. Okay. So there's a trailer that I sent you for the movie Songbird. And it's produced by Michael Bay. Yeah. Who, you know, is an amazing director, producer. And literally they're talking about the virus. Um, I think they're calling it COVID-23. And that's four years after... No one needs that negativity. No, no. But I just thought I'd finish on that and go, yes, fuck. Okay. <laughs> I'll show you afterwards. All right, let's take a break. Yep. That's a bit of porn, I reckon. That was some funky 70s groove. That's got some good groove happening. Okay. I, I, I grew, I'm bald. I just grew an afro. You what? I just grew an afro. Yeah. Yeah. And you talk like, oh, I almost said it. No, I didn't say hey, it. how you going, baby? Is that? Like, I don't know. I wasn't there. Charlie Tuna. <laughs> um, I thought we were going to talk about the 70s, but I just, I don't know how they talked in the 70s. That's ah. some jive turkey, baby. I'm a punch my wife. No, that's the 50s, sorry. <laughs> 50s, 60s, <laughs> 70s and 80s. And 90s and some new stuff. Oh, that, wait, that's today, fam. Yeah. <laughs> the, um, I want to talk about Instagram. Your favourite. Oh, it's not. It's, it's been a work in progress for me. A, that I got onto it because the podcast needed to be attached to Instagram. Yep. We're on Twitter, but it needed to be attached to it. But it's, it's a perfect... Observation. Well, okay. So if we put it in perspective of ages now, and we're talking um, generations, right? yeah, Gen X and millennials, and that's that's probably how they played off. There was a Gen Y. So, so my understanding of what the generations are now is you goes boomers, yes, Generation X, yep, Generation Y, mm-hmm. Generation Z. Z became millennials. Z became millennials. Well, yeah. there's the one after millennials. Because millennials is finished. Like millennials are like me. Yeah. But the next generation's like Zoomers, I think they call them. <sighs> and they're after millennials. So millennials is like late 80s to early 90s, I guess. Who's? Like late 80s to the like wise? late 90s is, is Z, millennials. Um, so the thing that people go fucking millennials is everyone's like millennials are like 30 now. Are they? Yeah, no. millennials millennials no. aren't young anymore. Millennials are over. There's a there's a there's a thing after them. They're, they're the worst ones. We've got to turn our attention to they. They don't even make sense. Do we get to say these fucking young? They're all like sixteen. They're completely raised by the internet. They're smarter than all of us. They're the worst. They're all like emotionally aware and shit. They're just they're everything we wanted, and just, let's just hate them for it. Okay, so here's a breakdown according okay. to Kassar. Kassar? No. Yeah, uh, someone. Kassar. Anyway. The breakdown looks like this. This is what they're saying. 
Baby Boomers, nineteen forty six to sixty four. Yeah. Um, that's my parents' era. Yeah. Okay. And your parents? Yeah, they're they're, they're on the brink. Yeah. Uh, Gen Xs are sixty five to eighty. Yeah. Okay, so in America, I'll give you an idea. Baby boomers are aged between 56 and 74 and there's 71.6 million in the US. Fuck. Gen X is – this is – these numbers are a bit fucking skewy for me because in Australia, baby boomers – there's more Gen Xs than baby boomers, right? Yeah. They're saying there's 65 million – Gen X's, which is less than baby boomers. Gen Y's. What's the what's the bracket for Gen Y? Eighty one to ninety four, ninety six. Okay, so I'm I'm a Gen, Gen y. y. Yeah, and then it becomes the millennials. Well, then they've got here Gen Y one is twenty nine to twenty five to twenty nine years old. Mm. Gen Y two is twenty nine to thirty nine. Okay, and is that what millennials were? That's that's Gen Y. Okay, Gen. Z or Z, they'll say Z in America, is 97 to 2015. Okay, here it says, the term millennial has become a popular to reference both segments Gen Y. More on Gen 1 and Gen 2. A Y1 and Y2. So Gen Y, was was that bracket up until 96? Yeah, 81 yeah, to 96. So, so, so I'm a millennial. Yeah, you're and on the, the end of it. Yeah, and then you've got that generation after, which is the Gen Z. Yeah. Which they're, they're just, they, they're fucking going to take over the world. They're, they're the interesting ones. Interesting. Because they're, they're the first ones to be totally raised by the internet. Yeah, it's funny you say that because this is what it says here. Um, and this is American numbers, right? So 68 million in the US, ages now currently between 5 to 24. That's their ages. Um, the average Gen Zeta, Zeta, yeah, uh, received their first mile by... Zuma. Yeah, well, they've got Zeta, but yeah, Zuma makes sense Zuma. to me. I like Zuma. Um, so their first mobile phone at age 10. Many of them grew up playing on their parents' mobile phones or tablets. They've grown up in a hyper-connected world yep. and a smartphone is their preferred method of communication. On average, they spend three hours a day on a mobile device. Yeah, so, that, that adds up. Yeah, shaping events, smartphones, social media, not knowing a country, never knowing a country not at war and seeing the financial struggles of their parents, Gen X. Similar, Gen X, their parents, in financial attitudes but wanting to avoid debt after seeing millennials struggle. Yeah. That makes sense. I mean, they're they're an interesting generation to me. Yeah, because like I so I remember I remember like there was always computers around, but it wasn't until I don't know like mobile device device. When's the, when's the first iPhone come out? Because that's really the advent of the smartphones. Two thousand five, but even then, it's a super expensive device. I to put it in perspective, I'm born in ninety three. I didn't get my first smartphone until I was eighteen. Yeah. Whereas these, they like but, just. But that's that's also the development of those as well. Yeah, like you, you, you would have had texting and. Yeah, but like it, your but era was the texting era. Yeah, whereas but social media definitely hadn't got the ball. Like it was beginning. Yeah, but the ball started rolling. Yeah, but Zoomers are just an interest. Like they're very aware as well because they're so connected. Because they're yeah. just the whole world is connected by the internet. 
they're from day dot, like plugged into the internet and very aware of what's going on. And then I, I suppose social media and things like YouTube and all, they're, they're, they're a lot more refined. I remember when YouTube came out and like it was just like a wasteland of just anything. Whereas yeah. now like the the people that are big are, are more educated, like they're, they're, they're more defined and in brackets. And one well, thing I see is people like Gary V and all the, all these financial people who have a social media presence more than anything. They're out there telling people from day dot, this is how you avoid debt and make money. Yeah. So there's all that information just like how, how that, how this generation will turn out. It'll be really interesting. Well, well and, and not to, to point the fingers at anyone and you understand what I'm saying. I officially next month, I would have given up smoking for 10 years, right? 10 years, haven't touched a cigarette, haven't been interested. The next, that generation we're talking about, let's call them Zoomers, there is enough education out there and the price is like somewhere like 10 times what I used to pay yeah. for a packet of cigarettes. Like it's 10 times. You know what they do now? They vape. Yeah, well, that's fuck. That's and uh, I'll sit, I was on a train, and it was a bunch of like school kids discussing how they're going to sell these. They're one-off vape pens. They cost about fifteen dollars. They last X amount of puffs. Yeah, and they have nicotine in them. Yeah, that's that's the new. <clears throat> yeah, that's the new nicotine way. Yeah, even their cigarettes are digital. Yeah, so so keeping that in mind, that, <laughs> that mentality, they shouldn't have come through a system. Where smoking has been barred everywhere. Yep. You can't advertise it, you can't show it, you can't like the, the packets are all one colour, like it's but still it's highly addictive. So and, and, and people are gonna when they tell yeah. you not to do something, you're gonna do it anyway. But but there's definitely it's been set up. So like they're 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 meant to be the proof. Yeah. That they took cigarettes out of the way, out of the world, educated the shit out of them. Like it's now it's it used to be like, oh, smoking's bad, but I'd do it anyway. Now it's hardly even an excuse. Like, I smoke when I drink yeah. or I'll smoke a pack a week and I'm like, this is the worst fucking decision I'm making. Yeah. Now you smoke, you're like, it doesn't make sense. No, but and that's why I'm really cautious about talking about it. Because I'm a reform smoker, I don't want to be that reform smoker. Yeah. I don't want to be that dick that goes, oh, you know, it fucking kills you. Look, we all know it kills you. Everyone knows. You don't yeah. have to tell anyone. You don't remind them. We every, all know. 100% of people know now. Yeah, that's right. So there's no excuse. But that's that generation. So where the breakdown and what I wanted to get across was um, Facebook, which was the cutting edge of social media, Yeah. right, has drifted off to the Gen Xs. And they've taught the baby boomers, right? Yes. So I've got a group of friends and we're Gen Xers that they fought, oh, I don't want to go on Facebook and oh, the book of faces and oh, it's, it's fucking um, stalk a book and I hear all these things. Yeah, right? yeah. You don't want to be on it, don't be on it. That's okay, right? Don't have to chastise it. You're not on it. Don't, don't put shit on it because you don't want to be. Just choose not to be. But you know what? They've all conformed. I will say my friend base, I have shrunk down to a lot of excess that – not because I didn't want to know what I was doing but I just didn't I – don't, I don't know. Now, on the other side of that, I don't use Facebook regularly other than Messenger. I use it for memes. Yeah. I use it for podcasts and I put podcast information because I know the group of people um, that use it still. 
right? And that's where. So it goes out to Twitter, it goes out to Facebook, it goes out to Instagram. Okay, that's my social media. That's the three I use. Yeah. That's where it goes. I don't know that the fan base grows through Facebook. I'm pretty sure it doesn't. I do know if anyone hears of it or checks out Twitter or sees something I tweet or on Instagram, they do go to Facebook because now it's connected because Zuckerberg went, this Instagram thing, this has taken off. We better buy that and they bought it. Facebook's somewhat archaic now. Yeah. But it's generational. Yes. So what's happened is the next ones guys have moved into Instagram and you don't go to a person's page. I mean you can go to their their thing if you want but literally you're looking at what they're currently putting up yeah. and, and it's moving that fast. It's like Twitter. Twitter moves really fast. People can put tweets and tweets and tweets up. If you don't go on the Twitter for you know twelve hours or twenty four hours, it's it's nonstop. Yeah, you're well, whatever they've put, and they say, "Oh, didn't you see that tweet I put?" Now, why would I see it? You know, and that's okay. I, I don't live in a world where I have to see everything. Yeah, but it's the difference now. When we come back to the Zoomers, the Zoomers are the Instagrammers. Yes, and one group that I want to talk about in particular are the Coffee Girls. Now, I've mentioned them previously because I like I like their presence. You like I, their tits and I like their tits. Presence is, presence <laughs> is a, a very formal way of saying they are fucking hot. They're hot. They're hot. They and are, they're Australian. That's you, what I like. They are yell at from a moving car hot. Yeah. And that's a state. That's a – like if girls out there, if a bloke yells at you from a moving car, you should be flattered. Yeah. That's a that's a <laughs> get and and fuck off the cancel the cancel culture because the fact is that Oh, you said that now you cancelled. Yeah, that's right. So fuck them off. And and it is complimentary. The girls are, are beautiful women, but what they've done, and they age from twenty six to eighteen. Yeah. Right. So they're in that zoomer and they're pro surfers, or I think the first two and maybe the I think at some stage they've all surfed comps anyway. Yeah. And then and a couple have been pros, surfers. Um, and with that they've got this, well, I won't say notoriety, but their, their celebrity boost because of their assets being beautiful women, great big boobs and bums and curves and, and down the earth, right? We assume. Everything I've seen of them says they're good now. But that can be marketing. Um. Yeah, I, I tell you, if they were marketing an image that they were worried about the fallout because that's that's the American yeah. thing. Americans, even you notice the comedians, we can't say that. I want to tell that joke but I can't say that because that, that part of yeah. my fan base will fuck off so I can't say that. Can't. Whereas in Australia you just say it and if you like it, you like it and if you don't, you don't and that's how it is. That's how this podcast is. If you don't like us taking the piss out of people that we do, I'm, I'm sorry we're not for you. Yeah. And, and if you listen to us a little bit further, you'll see that it's just a piss take. No, we're like. just terrible, terrible human beings. No, we just like having probably a your initial reaction was probably correct. <laughs> and if you've come this far, I have some bad news for you. It's you're also a piece of shit. Exactly. So you know, welcome, welcome to the family. Yeah. So we're gonna buy a ranch. So these girls have used their celebrity or notoriety. And yeah. their fan bases, I couldn't tell you how many fans they each have. Seven, eight. 
Um, million. Do we want to have a look? I actually know. Holly's got a million. I know that much. I'm not surprised. Like they're definitely, they, if you look at them, if you like the thing about Instagram is doing what your nan told you to never do is judging a book by its cover. Yes. The thing is like, if you're good, you know how to make the front of a book look good. And um, let's just say I'd like to read that book. Well, cover and, to and cover. The, but the thing with, with the coffee girls is that they've all got individual accounts. Yeah. Plus they've got an account on Instagram called Coffee Girls, right? Spin-off of this, right, is that they post – and it, a lot of people post, I'd say doctored. What's the term they use for – Enhanced. Enhanced. No, but, yeah, what's the, the program that – uh, See, so you'd say Photoshop, but there's Photoshop. a whole bunch of other. Yes, that's right. But that's Fo- Photoshop's are quite actually quite a skilled thing to use. But there's apps out there that yeah. you can pay for that aren't cheap either. That will make you look. Yeah, but that's the term. They'll make uses you look Photoshop. like the best version of yourself. Yeah, and I've actually noticed there's some girls on some interesting outside of these girls I'm talking about, but there's some interesting girls that um, are saying showing. This is how you pose for a picture and this is me relaxed. And they're basically saying this has been enhanced. You can see I'm arching my back. Yeah. I'm putting the leg out and this is me relaxed. And she's got a bit of tummy and she's got a bit of cellulite and she's like, this is me. I don't care. Isn't, isn't it interesting through sort of trial and error that people have actually learned to become professional photographers? Yes. Like that it's just I want to look better and they just fucked with it long enough to figure it out. Yeah. Oh, no, no, just like a side note. Isn't it interesting you say photoshopped and it used to be airbrushed? Yes, yes. Like they airbrushed. You don't hear that anymore. They say photoshopped and yeah, there's, some, there's something actually beyond Photoshop now. So Yeah, that's, that's right. And Photoshop's like saying all lawnmowers are called Victors. Well, photo, Photoshop, Adobe Photoshop is like a very expensive professional yeah, program. Yeah, And that's, that's the digital airbrush and then you've got like – I wish I could remember what it's called but there's a really, really popular one that's an app. Okay. I remember I did a free. I was like, I got, I got to have a look at this, and I did a freebie of it, you know, free trial, and very minimal things, and it very convincingly alters your the yeah. way you look. Yeah. So, so this is what we're seeing now. This is what that's that generation with Instagram. Yep. And and this is where I look at. So there's a couple of things I look at. That I'm interested in is why are they pursuing to look like something they're clearly not. Yeah, and to get that out in the marketplace to gain popularity, when it's not them, other than for monetary reasons. Now that earlier account I showed you of that lady in her forties who likes to post parts of her body and, and nudity and says, "Have you ever wanted to fuck your stepmom?" and shit like <laughs> that. And then her pictures are so doctored compared yeah, to what the real different, version different is. Different human being. So instead of looking like a 38-year-old hot milf, she looks like a 54-year-old nana. So why yeah. why why is the pursuit of people wanting to project? Because I've seen some beautiful women that just are beautiful women and they don't have to do anything. Yeah. Now, also take into account, I don't look at dudes' accounts. So I don't know. I assume it's it's the same. Yeah, I don't know that there's, you know, do, do the guys that work out, do they doctor their pictures to look bigger or whatever? I, I would say that less people, less blokes, but I wouldn't say that no blokes. Yeah. Um, it's so, a yeah, pointing it's question. It's a strange thing. 
and this is up for discussion in so many ways because I, I, I don't judge people but the two coffee girls, the eldest ones, I think 26 and 24 or somewhere around yeah. there, have now moved to having their own accounts. Um, sorry, outside of Instagram, they've got their own website set up yeah. in the model of OnlyFans but instead of being an OnlyFans account, they've set up their own website. Yeah. So you go to their website and you subscribe and they've gone to nudity and to make money out of it. And we're seeing a lot of people of the Zoomers shift openly to go from Instagram as the, the key target with the thought of, oh, come and check me out on OnlyFans. And subscribe to see me naked. Yeah, it's a. Um, I, I and see. I don't want to get hung up. I'm a Gen Xer, right? A yeah. lot of Gen Xers get hung up. Oh, you wouldn't say that in my day. Bullshit. Yeah. Hustler subscription, yeah. Playboy subscription. Exactly. Like it's 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 like porn with better advertising. Yeah. It used to be like you just got the magazine and whoever was naked in it was naked in it. Yeah. And then the nineties, you could like get a DVD. Maybe there was porn trailers for like the VHS and DVD. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's people have realized that they can sell the, the their image. Yeah. So and you would have grown up in the era of, um, what's the term they use? Amateur porn. Yeah. That was, you would have grown up, that was your era. That it was like, that was the norm. I, th- I still think it is. Yeah. So <laughs> prior to amateur porn, Everything was production. There, there was like supermodels of porn. Like yeah, it was production. There was like porn stars. <laughs> like how German is a category. Oh, like just doesn't. You, have you're, it. you're into such weird shit. They're just like that country. Yeah, it just doesn't have rules. <laughs> it's just like yes, As, she will shit on the ground and pick <laughs> it up and eat it. Pick it up. It's we, okay. We have like the Germans who can adv- invent a word for everything. Yeah, haven't invented enough <laughs> words for the weird shit they're into. So yeah. people are just like. Yeah, you want anal porn, brunette, blonde, hentai, Germany. <laughs> German. uh, <laughs> just there's, a, there's a country there and we're, we're just not sure where the people people end and the porn starts. So yeah. just anything with that flag on it, you might be able to wank. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I definitely don't know. I I don't know. Oh, uh, How many name, – name three porn stars. Um I do know this, so it's 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 very odd that I don't. I've, I know I've caught you out. Like if we, if I've dropped that one on you, but um, I read the book of one. See there, you Tracy go. Lane. Okay. Why do I know her name? Uh, the Bloodhound Gang. Yeah, she's in a song. I didn't know. Put it put it this way: I know the Bloodhound Gang. Yeah. I ha- I've I've listened to that album many times. I didn't know it was about a porn star. Ava Austin. Never heard of her. Wait, 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 wait. Ava Austin. Wasn't that Hitler's Misses? That's Ava Braun. Ah, okay. Now, we, we, and I'll come back to her. And the other one, Jenna Jameson, right? Okay. And that's because I read a book. And she was literally the last of the great what they call porn stars. Yeah. Porn stars a label that they give, they gave like a supermodel. There's no such thing as a supermodel. They don't have superpowers. No, they're just, you know, crypt, kryptonite came along. Yeah. So what I was going to say there is ask me the same question. Yeah, porn stars. Yeah. Yeah, name three. No. None. <laughs> um, hot, fat-titted, 
MILF does stepson. That's probably something. That's, a search. <laughs> that's literally what comes up on yeah. the front page. Like that's, you know, I it's, yeah. It probably sucks because it's harder to market your name, but it's just like, what do I want today? Well, I was in contact with one um, via Twitter. Yeah, because she sort of meandered off towards the end of her career, and I say that in a nice way. Like she's not doing film as much as she came through pictures to Hustler magazine, to movies, and now she's heading towards 40 and she's still rocking hot. Yeah. Um, and I won't mention her name only because she agreed to come on the podcast and went, yeah, that'd be fun. And but then... Then when she found you out the front of her house, she got a bit scared of No, no, she lives in Florida. Yeah, that's, I, th- I wondered why you were overseas. <laughs> she <laughs> decl- like, hasn't declined. She's just let it sit. Yeah. I guess they call it ghosting, don't they? Um, yeah. You got ghosted by a porn star. Yeah. But that's actually a pretty cool thing to say. <laughs> Is it? Yeah, because you think like, I got ghosted. Ah, oh, this chick avoided you. I got ghosted by a porn star. A porn star talk to you? Like that's, it's a more, yeah. like you still got ghosted, but it's definitely like a bit more bougie. It's a bit more, you know, uh, so high, it's high class ghosting. So, uh, <laughs> I just, it's funny though because, I'm about to give myself up in so many ways, so it's quite on. You've got yourself in a corner here. No, no, because Pornhub uses the search and they've got a really efficient search. I don't search. No, but I'm just going to the front okay. page. Yeah. Right, so it throws up what, what they think from your previous history. <laughs> so so do you use Pornhub? I use Pornhub, but I don't search. Like I would just, whatever's on the front page, like I don't know. It's like going to a fancy restaurant where you don't order off the menu, the waiter tells you what you're going to eat. They're like, for entree, you'll be having um, a guy eating ass. I don't know. And then if if that doesn't do it, then there's some other shit. <laughs> I can't even think of porn titles that have gotten that absurd. Was, well, so, yeah, they don't have titles like that anymore, do they? You like, know what? The, weird, the, the amount of – and I don't I – I just sort of jump on the front page. It'll be like stepson and stepmother. There's a lot of like adoptive parenting that sort of – got a lot of porn happening as well yeah, I do. and i think it's a taboo and it and it's that makes it hot yeah and like if you ever watch it it's like 30 seconds at the beginning and then it's just porn it's just they've changed it it used to be like oh how are you gonna pay for this pizza you ordered yeah, yeah, yeah. and now it's just like no. ah my stepmother is sleeping better fucker yeah <laughs> And she's like, she's, what are you doing? And she's got and, no and pants on. The, the reaction's always great. It's, it's never, yeah. what are you doing? This isn't consensual. It's, yeah. what are you doing? Your father will be home soon. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'm, I, you should be as upset as he is. Oh, you only look like you're 16. Hell, I'm stuck in a washing machine. Yeah. <laughs> so, so here's a little treat for our listeners too. Just to let you know, if you listen uh, to this podcast tomorrow, Pornhub has... A Halloween special called Oh Fantastic Tits or Treat. Oh. It's a free week of premium. You know they give out a lot of free premium. Yeah, because it's about subscription. One hundred percent. So I, I, just to, to answer the question, and we'll come back to Instagram, but we'll just, answer the question. I just, just want to say my favorite. Now I sound like I'm watching a lot of like step sibling porn. My favorite <laughs> <laughs> that I've seen is she's like. <laughs> Do the washing up. 
No, mum told you to. Please. Ah, oh, what will you do for me if, if you do the washing up? And she's like, I don't know. And then he's like, here's my erect penis. And she's like, gross. Anyway, I'll suck that now. <laughs> But you better do the washing up. <laughs> and then does he? You never find out. No, and that's don't. what she, I don't make it to the end. No, no. I just love if the end of the porn was him just be, wasn't even worth it. He's scrub, <laughs> he's scrubbing a dish and there's a pile of pots and pans. So just to let you know, hot porn videos in Australia right now. Mm. Wife, foreign wife swap one. Oral cream pie compilation. Babes, big ass blonde porn star. Jessa Rhodes gets an anal cream pie in the doesn't say. Well, she got an anal cream pie exactly in the ass. I would assume, or was it like location wise? Let's see what it says. Let's go, go to in the office in the sauna. Oh no! Yeah, wouldn't have guessed that one. No, it's too sweaty. Um, Eighteen-year-old babe gets cream pie and fucked high by hot stud with a six-pack. Oh, okay. Well, that's important. It's, you know what I like about porn videos? They're descriptive. Yeah. What about this one? Sister, <laughs> step Re- sis. Hold on, hold on, just do me a favour. Read the title like a spoken word poem. What do you mean? You know spoken word? Mm-hmm. Read the title like it was a poem. Go. I'm testing your creative boundaries here, but I think it will be funny if you pull it off. Stepsis, lolly lips with nice big tits. Seduce me, her pussy. That's that, that went a bit radio presented, but I still appreciated it. But that's the even that's the diction. Right. Seduce me, her pussy. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna pull it up on my phone. No, it's not on a quick link, you weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> just I, and and just to finish out, what's on the front page? Yeah. WTF two. She is squirting all over my mouth and dick, pounding till last. Drop. There you go. So I'm going to try. The challenger just said, so just, I'm going to try and read this one like a spoken word poem. So I just imagine a really angsty, uh, like university student on stage. Oh, on a poem. With a single. Yep, yep. Claire, 22 years old, takes a test with Verena and David. Nice. Thank you. Thank you. Nice. <laughs> I just, I don't know what I was expecting out of that, but it's no. Just but that's 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 what's on there. It's and answer your point about porn stars as such. On that front page, there wasn't anyone. There's no names. All so, the names are always first names. And say like, that's not your name. So let's go back to the Instagram slash OnlyFans or creating your own content. Would you pay for content on OnlyFans? No, no. I don't like paying for Netflix. Yeah, like I'm. Not the market. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't understand it, and it's not like, not in a way where it's like dismissive of it, because obviously there's a desire for it. Whatever it's fulfilling with, whatever that that that, you know, some bloke finds her on a, on a, on Instagram. It's like, oh, I want to see her tits, or whatever he says, and then they're like, for money you can, and he's like, that's that's a good deal. If if that's like what. What you want, then that's sweet. Like that's you know, like go for it. Yeah. But I I don't get it. Yeah. I always I also have a theory with the sort of younger people is Australians are drinking less. 
Mm-hmm. So I imagine they're going to the pub less. So I imagine they have more expendable income yeah. for OnlyFans. So <laughs> that Zoomer generation yeah, and even push back into the millennials in, in Gen Y, yep. the, the subscription theory is their lifestyle. Right. 100%. Like people, people believe in paying for content. Yeah. Whereas my generation, like if you, if someone says to you, oh, there's a new CD or there's a, the band that you love has got a release out, you can buy it online or you can buy the CD. Nine times out of ten, my generation will lean towards the CD yeah. because they need to touch it and feel it. It's, it's definitely a, a – yeah. yeah, 100%. The other thing is sort of – I remember when I started playing video games, there's no such thing as a micro transaction. Yes. There was no in-game purchasing. Yeah. And then as as video games sort of developed, that became a thing. So yeah. if uh, around like say fairly young as well, maybe twelfth uh, RuneScape cost ten bucks a month when I was ten. So it started there. And video games. And then as you your interests develop, you become more socially aware. Yeah. You go from video games and you're paying for you know, skins and camos and and, and, yep. and all that. And then as your interests develop and you get a bit older, well, you're already very accustomed to yeah. uh, in-app purchases and whatnot. So yeah. go, going to a premium Snapchat's got premium, premium OnlyFans, all that, that makes sense. It's yeah. already par for the cause of paying for the upgrades. And with the upgrade to a very attractive woman with her clothes on on Instagram, paying for the upgrade is that very attractive woman without clothes on. Yeah. So. And and I think, and, and this is why I say I don't judge them because it's behind a paywall. Yeah. So when people go, oh, she's got an OnlyFans account. Yes. Do you subscribe? No. Then well, how, is it, how are you offended? It's got nothing to do with you. Like there's no, you know what I mean? Like yeah. there's, you, you can't. So, so what I tried to understand was these girls. So I looked at I use the coffee girls as an example, right? Because I like their I like them, right? But I like their their motivation is what they're doing now is creating a lifestyle. Yeah, like that is their income. Hundred percent. It's another form of work. If 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 we could all have jobs where we didn't have to be at a certain business or we didn't have to, and we could work from home, we could work our own times, and we. We could create our own content. We'd all do it. Yeah. And that's what that generation's doing. That's, that's what I admire. The, that's the, the part I dig. The other thing is you see these very judgy people going, ah, oh, she's getting her tits out. It's like look at your Instagram that like you are yeah, as close to the borderline you can get yeah. of showing off your bits without showing off your bits. Yeah. This, it's not a drastic leap. No. You no, know, it's At not. least this person's like, fuck, I'm going to make some money in it. Yeah. Like you get, you got like some chick. There was a fad there where it was like take, they take a, a, a photo and you could definitely see their tits through their shirt. Still, still there, still there, yeah. and vaginas. Yeah, that's it. And 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 then they're the ones that go for OnlyFans. What a yeah. disgusting! I would never do the thing I'm already doing for free. No. So you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, the camel toe thing. Yeah, girls actively wearing tights with no. Knickers, just, knickers. I said knickers. Panties. I like saying panties because it almost sounds dirty. Take your panties off. Panties. Um, panties. Not wearing any underwear. Pantaloons. And they've got it sitting and it's like, do you like my new tights? Maybe they don't like it because it changes the goalpost. Yeah. Is that the phrase? 
Yeah, 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 they, yeah. They move the goalposts. Move the goalposts it used yeah. to be you got the attention and and that's that's close on. And that's what I want to come back with Instagram. I, I admire these people that want to make money out of it and if they make money out of it, they've got a core balance, they've got a core following, they've got a core whatever. Yeah. I'm cool with that. Go nuts. But when you've got the ones that bitch and moan at others and yeah. they're all about just becoming liked. Yeah, that's it. But they, they all they, want to be They, they don't want to go to the extreme. They get it. Because obviously... <laughs> As, as more, it's this, as I said to you, like, you know, attention is the new currency. Yes. And as, as doing a, like, so, so, fucking Instagram, I've been on Instagram for a while. I've never been big, big into it. But yep. 10 years ago, it wasn't as revealing. People were being revealing, but it yeah. wasn't as. And as it gets more common to just post photos at that point, there's less attention because yeah. it's a more common thing, you know. Common, it's commodity trade. If it's common, it's not valuable. Yeah. But they want the value of the likes, so people get more and more. And then eventually, they get to the point where they're like, "Well, I'm not willing to do that." Yeah. It's like you don't have to be willing to do that. What you should really recognize is the fact that you're valuing yourself off a an, an, an irrelevant metric. Yeah, it's a like. It's just literally a number that goes up and down. The dude in the back could just change the fuck like yeah. a number. Well, that's, that's the thing you'll notice about OnlyFans, that people put on their Twitter accounts. My OnlyFans <laughs> account is this. I'm in the top 2.3% of content creators. Based right? on. But it seems that there's a lot of people in that top 2.3 and top 2.5 and, and that's they all sell on the same thing. So in my head, it doesn't make me want to subscribe more or less. I won't subscribe. It's not my gig. It's not... And I appreciate you're doing it and, and someone supplying you an yeah. income and kudos to you. But I, I'm, I'm not going to be in that fan base. And this, this is the thing and I think most, what you call OnlyFans social media? Yeah. Most platforms realise this. The more information you give, the more accountable you are. Yeah. That's why Facebook and Instagram and Twitter can kick you off and say it goes against our guidelines. Yeah. But they're not really revealing what the guidelines are. Only in, Instagram do. Instagram has stepped up now. OnlyFans can be like, you're in a top 2%, but they're not telling you how they measure that. No. Top you know, 2% of what? That's it. Top 2% of people in, top, your, in your hometown. Maybe they're just saying you're top. You know, there's just a bunch of guys who just yeah. go, they're top. Well, yeah. fuck, 2% of people. Yeah. You know? They don't have to reveal that information for you to go, wait, maybe I'm not in the top 2%. And the fact that it's like five dudes follow you, you're probably not. Yeah. But, you know. Oh, well, it's, yeah. And, and I think... I, th- I think it's like, it's almost like a drug, the attention part, because I've seen – and you know who heard, heard me talk about that girl with the boobs that had the explosion. And she, You know that one? Her tits exploded? Well, so she had I'm, – I'm way back when we did the podcast I showed you, she had those massive, massive – Ah, oh, the – And then she pushed weird, them further yeah. and then one busted. Makes sense. All right. On her way back to Hawaii, huh. and it busted, and then she had the, the other one out, yeah. And now she's had them put back in, and the doctors worked out, but they look, mm, they look, they don't look. I start coming to the doctor with like a melted block of chocolate and saying, "Can you make this look like Cabri again?" It Ooh. just, yeah. I he, can put it back in the freezer. He did his best, but she had a fan base, right? Now the income that she generated before the, the, they take their twenty percent, 
she was generating $330,000 a year, right, That's good from income. subscribers. When that one exploded, there was a left one. She probably went up a bit. It dropped. All these dudes like, I need to see explodey titty. So what she was doing, she was posing from one side that you could see the good one and you couldn't see the bad one. And then her content got raunchier and raunchier and raunchier. And this is, this is the thing I noticed. So it starts off cozies, see-through top. It goes to topless. It goes to – and then it just progresses and it's as the fan base grows, they want more. Yeah. And they want more. And they get nude. And it wasn't before too long. She, there was, she was blowing her husband. He was fucking her. Um, and then the tit exploded. She got it back. She lost a lot of she followers. Got it, got it back. I like the idea, like it, it popped and flew away, but the neighbor returned it like a frisbee. But I she found this on the, in the guttering because she had this fan base. Yeah, and they're paying monthly. She felt obligated to give them updates, so she would come on. She does live Instagram, live Twitter. Yeah, clothed right. Um, here's where I'm at. This is what they look like now, and she showed them without implants in. They just look like two meat sacks hanging from a chest. Understandably. So then after she did that, um, they went, oh. Then she had um, something put in. Then she had them fixed, right? And this is all in the last – This is this. Uh, I think the explosion happened in February. Yeah. This has all happened this year. And her obligation to her fans was I need to get them back and I need to get them – um, COVID, she hasn't trained as much, and I don't like saying this lightly, but she's put on a bit of weight. It doesn't, it doesn't phase me. That's just. Yeah. But if if they've got a certain standard that they've, I'm going to stop looking at that TV screen. They've got a certain standard that they set. There's like an old witch yeah. trying to some dude's face. I'd fucking. <laughs> yeah, but she she felt obligated to a yeah. fans to tell them a story, and I I do feel sorry for her in many ways. But then I see, she knows that she's earning an income from that, which is a considerably good income and raising her kids. Her husband's yeah. in the Navy, um, which I still can't get my head around because they would must know, everyone must know on base exactly 100%. what she does. 100%. Yeah. Um, and it's not I suppose it is the Navy. Most of them be like, ill women. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh, God, that's one with boobs. I got so much growth in us. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's, that's how you sum it up. I, I st- I, and I think it's ingenious. I like people that make money. I don't have any issue with that. I do think there is an issue with, with more of the likes and attention and the need for it. And I think it sort of demonstrates a greater issue. And that's people aren't feel, feeling fulfilled. And I think it's a quick way to get a, a sort of temporary feeling of that. Yeah. With the like, but it's, it's, it's not long lasting. And it's not healthy like that. If you met someone and you were interested in them and they said, oh, by the way, I'll just let you know I'm uh, a little bit of a thing on Instagram and I've got an OnlyFans account, would you not see them? See, that's – and I've just, I've just gone on record as, you know, good on them and, and whatnot. I don't know if – I might have a problem with it. Yeah. I don't know. I Maybe. It's – would you like then to show it's, the holiest of holes? Yeah. It's yeah, – fuck, that's a good one. Because, like, I don't – like ah. – <laughs> It's come out of nowhere, by the way. <laughs> it's, it's a good thing because it's like I want to be 
honest in saying, yeah, no, like I wouldn't have pro- like say I wouldn't have problem and 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 you know you do you and it's like, but I know my friends. And they're going to look up her butthole. <laughs> and then and then they're going to tell me about it. I don't know. Like, it depends. It really does depend. That's a simplification. Like, wh- how, all right, let's, ha- how is she a thing on Instagram? Has she got an OnlyFans? Or are we just talking she's big on Instagram? She's got an Instagram following. So let's just, let's, just go with, let's just go with she's big on Instagram. Yeah, um, and she posts a lot of cozy and hundred percent. I'm dating. Stuff. I'm getting in those photos, and I'm fucking dunking on everyone with it. Yeah, well, look what I got, right. and then look at me, and then fuck you. And then <laughs> she says, "I really want to do an OnlyFans." I think we should see other people with that <laughs> membership. I've got now. I've got. Let's say she's got five hundred thousand fans. So she's got five hundred thousand fans on 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 Instagram. On Instagram. Yep. And she's saying, "I want to go to OnlyFans." And I'm only going to charge eight dollars a month or ten dollars a month. Let's say ten dollars a month. Ten dollars a month. month. How, how many? How many people is she going to get? If she's got five hundred thousand, yeah. my theory would be. I'd really have to look at some stats, but I'm, I don't think any more than a hundred thousand. I think you'd only get somewhere between the vicinity, maybe fifty thousand that come across. Would you get that many? Let's. I can't. Let's just say if uh, so, she's let's say she got a million followers in Instagram. Well, that's ten percent. She got a million followers in Instagram. I, I think ten percent is a stretch. I honestly do. Yeah. No. Well, no. No. Come back to five hundred thousand, because because a million is, if you're got a million followers, you've got sponsorship deals, you're promoting shit. You so know, she, she's not. She hasn't bridged no. the gap on Instagram. No. She's she's just under the line on Instagram. So let's say five hundred thousand. Let's say she probably gets a three percent follower. Like honestly, three to four percent is probably the figure I assume that are going to look up her her OnlyFans. Yeah. In in that case, she's supporting both of us. She, yeah, yeah. She's she's supporting both of us. Uh, we ain't getting married, and you're not meeting my mother, but she's supporting both. I've got. <laughs> I don't know. Like I honestly don't know. And and uh, maybe it's I don't feel like I would be with a woman who was like that. I, I assume the personality traits of that person don't necessarily match with the person I am. I just don't feel like people who are that focused on it are the type of, of people. So so let's yeah. say she's got 500,000. She takes over 5,000. A month? At $10 no, no, no. 500,000 people subscribe yeah. when she goes over to OnlyFans, right? And you times that by 10. Okay. That's what she's making. Drop out 20% for OnlyFans. But that's what she's making. So what's that figure? And what is it? 150? No. What did we come up? What did I say? 500,000. Yeah. Um, And we said 5%, didn't we? I'll take that back. We're getting married. But then we're getting divorced. No, no. But what I'm (laughs) saying to you is she's going to provide a huge income for doing what she's doing now. She's not. She's not. It's not possible to maintain a follower base for the next twenty years. Yeah. No one wants to see. Let's say a thirty-year-old, right? No one, twenty years down the track, wants to be. Yeah, there's definitely a, a negative, like a, a, a depreciation. And there's a difference between 
um, corrupting yourself and, and, and fingering yourself versus um, good stage nude photos. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, so maybe that's just the case. I don't know. I, I don't go into the, – the ones I see are people that post behind a paywall get posted on Reddit and everyone can see them. I don't think I'd be too upset. Yeah. I'm – She's definitely not doing any sex because it's like two sort of two part. Is one I'm not getting filmed doing that. No one yeah. needs to see that, and two, no one else is doing it. <laughs> it's, no one, no one needs to see a grown man cry. Yeah, when you come before I put it in, I'm just warming up. I'm just so lucky to have you. You're the most beautiful woman I've ever met. I can't believe you let me put my penis inside no, you. No, you know what? You know what it'd be? It'd be a close up, her box, my dick, and just as it goes in, there'd just be this little poop, and I'd be like, Ugh! <laughs> Ugh! Oh, I almost got She's there. Like, is it in yet? Oh, we'll get there next time. Yeah, I got closer this time though, didn't I? I got rope. I got rope, darling. I got, I got rope. I almost got it in this time. Yeah. She just pats me on my head, like, yeah, you almost got it in. I almost got it. In. And what if she said, you know what? It doesn't matter. I love you anyway. You're like, mm-hmm. if you like it, then you should have put a ring on it. Like, Would you start crying then? Ah, oh, maybe. Would you introduce it to your mom? I don't know. I just, I, look, let's just say I'm vulnerable after I come. <laughs> I've always, I always say to women, if you ever want to know what a man really thinks, ask him any question you want to know right after he comes. Yeah. Because he'll tell Let's you. Let's do an example. Yeah. I've hey. just, you're the woman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've just come. <laughs> ask me anything. Yeah. My questions go too dark. just got to do it. Just my questions go too dark. Hit me something. Women are going to say, um, they're always going to ask you about, was that good for you or? <laughs> um, Neil? What? Neil? Hey, what? <laughs> Who's, that? Who's that? Are we being robbed? <laughs> Why are you in the karate pose? <laughs> <laughs> just, who, what? Uh, Fuck. Just, yeah. So. <laughs> Yeah, no, you got to keep him. You got to keep him a little bit wake, a little wake, keep him awake a little bit further. Yeah, so but you know, you know, men are naturally wired to fall asleep after they come. One hundred percent, it's chemical. It is chemical. Yeah, um, but yeah. and women are like, how like, can you sleep right now? It's because I'm fucking done. Like that's it. That's yeah. Today has finished. Thank you. Good night. Yeah, <laughs> curtains have closed. On but today. you can fight through it. You can. Yeah. Then you get in like that weird post come awake stage. Yeah. And it's like I want to start go. hallucinating. It's, and what's worse is they whinge if you go to sleep, but then when you go, let's go again, let's go again, they're like, are you fucking kidding me? That's when, because it takes so much more and you get more perverted because it needs more. So she's like, let's go again. So you're going to let me put it in your ass? No? Well, good night. Yeah. <laughs> good night. You're going to let me look at a picture of your mother? Well, good night. <laughs> you, I promise <laughs> not to cry. <laughs> you know what? Weirdly off topic, but on you you have a good sleep after you cry as well. Like just in general, if you ever have a cry, really? Yeah, I don't know that one. You feel very emotionally relieved and you cry. Like you know, crying's a good. People think it's weird. It's like, I think it's healthy to every now and then. If you're feeling it, have a cry. I don't cry that often, but sometimes you gotta cry. And then afterwards, you're like, I'm tired. 
Okay. I, I haven't had a cry for a while. I tell you what I have recently, and I think this comes with age. Yeah. And actually, I, I talked to my dad about it, and he said, ah, "You're like me. I'm a crier." I said, "I'm not crying." Like he goes, "Nah, but you you want to?" And yeah. I went, "No." He goes, ah. "My dad was the same. Don't worry about it." His dad was an arsehole. Yeah. So, because my dad has come full circle and has got way in touch with himself again. Um, the fucking clips on Instagram posted by Dodo about dogs with fucking disabilities and someone oh, tears. No, that's fucked. to me. That's not. I don't cry. I sob. I, I've it's got not the, like a full release, but like there's tears. Yeah, I've like, got. I can feel my eyes welling up and my bottom lip starting to quiver, and I'm like, what the fuck? I was, I was sitting there. I was on the lounge and I was on my phone. I had my headphones in, and my housemate was on the TV's on. Looking at it, and it came across. It might not have been Dodo, but it was someone rescued this dog, and yeah, <sighs> yeah. And his housemate says, "What? What? Fucking!" And he's like, "You all right?" Like, yeah, shut up! <laughs> You're not. I'm not crying. You're crying. <laughs> it's, it's, just give me a minute. I gotta go. I gotta poo. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna leave the room. They get me. Yeah, they oh, fuck they me up, and I'm will highly me. emotional about those at the moment. You know what was. Uh, Probably for anyone listening is of no value. I sent you a video the other day of a cop. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, that yeah. pulled me up. like that. had me almost in tears. That stressed me out, but not tears of like it was sad as yeah. fuck. Yeah. Um. This funny like if you watch it, it's the body cam footage of a cop pulling up, and the mother is outside going. He's gone. Her son's inside. He'd gone nuts, and he started hitting her with a guitar. The story is he actually beat his grandmother and four year old son to death. And it's a body cam footage of this cop doing everything in his power not to shoot this bloke. Yeah. And then that dude's standing there with a knife saying, I want to die. That shit, like, that fucking got me. And it wasn't it wasn't crying from, like, it was a fucking just, I felt, re- like, I didn't cry, but I felt very emotionally I've, worn I've, out yeah, from that I've, footage. It was fuck. I was highly stressed by it. It was I, stressful. It was so sad. Yeah, I, I did, and I and you could see why that cop didn't want to kill that guy. He wasn't a bad person. He was mentally ill. Yeah, but and he recognised what he did. So, so the two things I took away from that was, and I don't want to sound like a, a, a fighter for justice, but that's the role of police officer that people have to know is not a nice thing. Yeah, he's trying to save a guy with a mental problem, not by killing him. By asking, just put it down, just put it down, just put it down. Then when he gets in the house and gets in the lounge room, sees that the four-year-old son has been had his head smashed in with a guitar, that that's got to affect him the whole time. He's still trying to get this guy. That at that stage, when the copper had come in and seen it, the the, the guy who had caused it had recognition from someone else that he'd done wrong, and that's yeah. why he wanted to die. Yeah, he knew I'd done something wrong, you, and you can hear it in that cop's voice when he goes over to check the kid, and he's yeah. like, "Jesus fucking Christ!" Yeah, like he knows in yeah. that he checks for his breath, and he realizes this kid's dead. Yeah, and yeah. I got fucking goosebumps just thinking about it. Now it's a fucking horrible thing. And then, yeah. then he, he looks at, obviously he's looked at the cop and gone, "I've killed, I've yeah. just killed my son." Yeah, You've and that was the me. recognition you yeah. could see. It was, and he knew, he knew at that stage. And then it doesn't show you what the end was. So Well, the, the, the moment the video cuts out is when he pulled the trigger. Yeah, right, okay. Because obviously he can't show up, but that, that's when he shot yeah. him. And, so, so, killed, and he did kill him. So come back to our early conversation about you know, sexual abuse and stuff like that, and I know I've ruined my life. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That copper's life, like he's gone on leave, right? Yeah. So he, he's saved the mother in so many ways. He's kept her out of the house. He couldn't save the boy, and even though the ambulance got to him. And, and at the same time, he's had to kill a person. Do you think that was what he was thinking about when he woke up that morning? It wasn't what he was thinking about when he pulled up to that house. That's just fucking it's so tragic, man. And, and you've just got to go, wow, everything he did. He did so much. Yeah. He put, and when he, people want to throw others under the bus yeah. and say, um, oh, the coppers are this and the coppers are that. I think there's definitely an abuse. Like, I... <laughs> America's got it wrong at the moment. They're going defund the police. It's like, no, train yeah. them more. Put more yeah. money into it. Education. Like, there's so many aspects of what a police... What what a police does. Good yeah. English. What the police do is some of it... Yeah, police will abuse power over... They will use small things against people yeah. and, and, and to have it against them. But something like that, like, that's insane. It's fucking ludicrous. And But the other thing is... The thing I always got... I always remember this one story... I would have been like, I'd just gone into pub work. Maybe I'd been in it for like a year because I was training people at this point. Yeah. And this dude come in, it was his first day and he was like 18 or 19 and he, bit odd, and he kept real telling me I'm going to be a cop. I'm going to, I'm tough. Like he had that sort of thing about him. Yeah. I'm going to be a cop. I'm going to join the army. I'm like, and like not, I want to be a police officer. He's like, he wanted to prove himself. Yeah. I thought this guy is really weak yeah. and he's showing it by he want, I'm going to be a cop. His second day on shift, he did the wrong thing. Someone yelled at him. He cried and they had to call his mother and he never came back. Fuck it, yeah. That guy can still become a cop. Yes, he can. That's insane to me because what that guy's going to do yeah. is someone yelled at him with yeah. words. Someone's going like, to try and fucking kill him. Yeah. Someone's going to yell at him, but now instead of feeling weak because I'm going to cry because I'm not emotionally tough enough, he's like... yeah. He's got an arsenal strapped to his pants. Yeah. yeah. And then not only that, is he can manipulate the outcome and he is, for no other reason, the fact that they trained him for six months or a year, he is the most reliable source in that situation. Yeah. And he can now lie about what that person said and lie about what that person did. So he can make them suffer the most purely because he felt weak and he didn't like it. Yeah. I, yeah, 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 I can see that point. I, I do know that they have spent a lot of time and effort in trying to weed out, but you're never going to get everything because the bar sets so low to get in. Yep. They had they have lifted in a lot of ways now. They they want you to get a tertiary education to go in, um, which is I think you do criminology in three years. Um, I don't think it's that. I think it just needs to be tough motherfuckers. Yeah, because they'll train you like a tough motherfucker to go to war. Maybe, but they won't train you to be a tough motherfucker to go to war. For certain, because you're going to be on the streets. Yeah. You know, like, do you think about this, the training that SAS get? Oh, the but, perfect segue, because I was going to ask you about it. Have you watched it? The latest one, the uh, SAS. I haven't watched any of them. Okay. This one with, with Chappelle Colby was on it. Yeah. So, and, and we'll move into that now because it, it, it's a real training. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I've, I've seen clips of it. And it's so, like, so it's been in England for about six seasons. Yeah. And, Two celebrities seasons. And I think they've started out here with the celebrity one, and maybe they'll move into the like the normal Joe Blow can apply for it. Maybe. Yeah. But it's it's the same people that do the BBC one in England. 
the same same uh, training instructors. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So those dudes are fucking tough. Yeah, man. But there's a method in their madness. Yeah, and they've been trained. Now, having watched the first four episodes of the Australian one, which I, I didn't want to, but I went, and I, and it's only because people that I follow on Twitter. And friends that I've made through Twitter watch it. I went, yeah, I'll give it a go. They were giving it big raps. One of them's a psychologist, Annie, that I've spoken to before. Yeah. And she's into it. Like she loves it. But she loves that sort of stuff. She loves that the people that are regimented and control and they're driven and they get results. And that's what they do. So then I've watched the the normal one in the UK and it's very similar process. They're just taking the same process, brought to Australia. Yeah. But each one of the episodes has um, uh, a plan, whether it's teamwork or whether it's mental capacity or whether it's um, you're not frightened. You're right. You cool? Yeah, sure. Don't it's look. Just it's fuck. Every time I look at the TV, something horrible's happening. Halloween, baby. Yeah. So that show shows you the basis of, and and the one thing they point out. So since the show started, right? It's four episodes. I think there's only another two to go. Yeah. Um, maybe eight, I'm not sure. But um, of the four, there's been four dropouts. In the first episode there was one, Chappelle was in the second and then there's been another two. can't remember who the other two are. But they say, that, and, and they put it up, it's not, it's, not normal, it's not, not normal for people to drop out. The what we're setting is is a psychology and mental as well as physical based yeah. because we want the best of the best. Obviously, these people aren't going to be of the level because they don't do gunmanship and stuff like that, right? So, but it, it, it's not. It's it's more about mental strength. What well, they're, yeah. they're not testing. So so physical the, strength as much as they are testing your ability to just keep going. Yeah. So in. Australia, for instance, ours is called the SASR. I don't know what the R is for, right? Re- really good. <laughs> Nicknamed commandos or whatever, but the mm. SASR are, are the Australian badasses. Yeah. And the, and that's – I think that goes back to Vietnam. Yeah. And um, they've lost more lives in training accidents than they have in war. That's crazy. Yeah, because these guys are the, the ducks cuts. But let's say – they put thirty up. Only one and two pass. Yeah, and that's it. It's about finding yeah the best of the best of the best. Yeah, it's a really so. David Goggins' book um, can't hurt me. Yeah, he went through I think three hell weeks when you're meant to go through one. Fuck. Um, and he also did ranger training, and he talked about some of the insanity of it. Like it literally for a week, they, they will keep you up and they will keep you going, and they will just try and break you. One of the Greatest things. So ranger training is like the fucking just if you can be a ranger, yeah, you could knock the moon out. Like you are just such a powerhouse. So for for most training things, what one thing is a story from the book is they'll get a nutritionist will come in and tell them how to eat for the week and tell them what to eat and you're going to need more of this and less of this. And With ranger training, the nutritionist came in and said, if you see a pie, eat it. Oh. If you see a cake, eat it. If you see food, eat the food because they ain't getting fucking shit. He lost 56, 40 or 36, I think, is it pounds in a week? Fuck. They don't sleep. They, don't, they just march and they go hard and it's nonstop and there's a story and it's – 
funny as fuck is 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 he was ahead of the 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 team that they're training. Yeah. And they're all exhausted. Like points where people would fall asleep standing up, and they're marching through the fucking. So they're doing, you know, their nightly whatever, and this hike over horrible terrain and shit. And a bloke up ahead calls stop and calls him up, and he's all excited and he's going, "Look, look what they left for us!" Because they left us a box of donuts, and he points at a log. No, <laughs> that level of int- and he's like, "You," he goes, "I wanted to bash this motherfucker." Yeah. He's telling me there's donuts, but he's just insane. <laughs> points at a log. He's like, "Look, donuts." Yeah, it's that level of rough luck. Like, but you're if you can make it through that, you yeah, probably can make it through Vietnam. Yeah, well, I think these guys, the Australian ones, and obviously the British ones, have always been closely linked because you know that's where the training purposes yeah. came from. And they send people out here to train, and they out in our outback. They use our outback, and um, one one of the things they do for it, I know, is they send them into rainforest where it's like 95 percent humidity with like a yeah with a hundred pound rucksack and make a march for three days and like it's yeah. just because what happened was when i walk upstairs and i'm like this is the worst yeah and they can when, do that when they got to like the vietnam style jungle warfare we hadn't seen wars like that previously you know, it'd been open battlefields and taking cities and towns and stuff, and then and you've got jungle in, warfare in like Europe and Africa. Yeah, they, they didn't have these no. war, like wars in fucking de- mainly deserts and just temperate temperate forests. At the yeah, most. and then this was the next step. So I agree that that's the level of training. So that's the level, but there's got to be a program in place for police. Now, yes, in Australia we've broken in the states and we manage our own. So. It's much easier to do. In America, you've got 50 states. Yeah. And each one of them runs their own show and then each county runs their own police. How are you going to enforce that? Who, if you go to a – and I'm not questioning people that live in country areas in, in American towns, but you're looking for someone to join the police force and Jim Bob, the school molester, who's now grown up all of a sudden <laughs> – and he's the you only want one that applies. A gun? He's the only one that applies, and yeah. there's no one else around that wants to be. Yeah, that's it. You gotta um, take him. Just don't let him fuck people. Yeah, that's America's got a lot of problems. Uh, I don't want to get into it, but America's no. just fucked. Yeah, but uh, you know, as a, like an Australian, Australian police do all right, but there's a lot they need to do better. Yeah, mainly just like if you see me. Just doing stuff. Just, I'm sweet. You don't have to ask. Just get going. Yeah, you know that's fair. I'm in a hoodie in an underpass and passing little satchels of white stuff to other people. Yeah, it's sugar. They asked. Fuck off. Don't worry. Just turn a blind eye. Walk away. That's it. You got better things to do. No COVID here. That's it. <laughs> Someone's poodle just pooped on the footpath and they kept walking. You yeah. gotta get them. That's a criminal. You leave me alone. Actually, I do have to say, those people that shit in public areas, they need to be locked up. Dogs or people? People. Dogs, I don't care. Who Who's shit in public areas? Oh, man. There's people, I see it all the time. There, that one woman who was arguing they wouldn't let her use a bar, or it was a guy. No, it was a good woman. Yeah. They wouldn't let her use a bathroom in a coffee shop like a Starbucks. Yeah. So she just squatted and shit on the floor. That's, and there's picked deeper it up and issues threw it at play. Out. There's deeper issues at play. Yeah. What about the, the, the Asian woman that was busting to go to the toilet in the supermarket and then backed one out over the fucking, like in the refrigeration area? Oh, for a moment, when you're saying that, I didn't think of it. I, ref, I thought, oh, maybe she did it on the conveyor belt. 
And I was going to be like, I was <laughs> thinking like the belt was moving and, it, and she wasn't even pushing. It was just pulling the... <laughs> What I like to do is I'll take a shit in public and as people walk past, I point and go, must have been a big dog. (laughs) And then they'll keep walking and then the next people, must have been a big dog. There's a funny story about that. Yes. It was, and I'll have to find it, but there was basically an an AFL bloke who was out for a run and had to go. Yeah. And while he was there, there was a woman who always walks a dog and she let the dog off the lead and the dog was coming over to him, right, while he was having his shit. And literally pumped one out and jumped up, pulled his pants up, and the dog and the woman came over <laughs> and said, Oh, I'm so sorry. And then grabbed one of the bags out and then picked his shit up and took his shit and put it in the bag and tied the bag up because she thought her dog had done it. Fuck, that's insane. <laughs> uh, you know, we shouldn't be too upset about like, I get it in public areas, but like if you're pulling in a bush, that's fine. Like if I'm on a nature walk and like you're like a few meters off to the left or right and like there's trees, that's fine. That's where poo goes. That's where you should be doing it. Yeah. That's more natural. What about those poo joggers? I go out for a morning jog and they just do a poo in the street in between cars. Then they keep running. I You know what? That's fucked. You run in the morning and it wakes things up. Do it before <laughs> you go, man. Like Yeah. Yeah, but like it's not there yet. Sometimes I get it. I'll be on the bu- on a, I'll be walking to the bus stop and I'm like, there it is. And what do you do? Turn around. There you go. If I've got time. But or, if, if, or you going... if I'm five kilometers from my house and I've got a shit. No, well, obviously you're not going to do it. But if you, you find somewhere. Sometimes. Poo joggers in between cars. I don't like poo joggers. No. I don't like joggers with the ability to move fast. I don't like joggers anymore. Is it a thing? Yeah, yeah people I think jog. it's I always going to be a thing. I see people jogging. It's healthy. Like if I could go for jogs, I would, but I'm just, I'm not going to do that. I used to, when I first started work, our general manager used to run every day. Yeah. And uh, he was the only office in the building. I mean, he's the general manager. And it was a literally like an old 70s office that just kept getting added to and added to and added to. So they put a, anyway, he had a shower cubicle upstairs in his, off his office. And uh, every day, his lunchtime, 12 to 1, he'd go for a run. He'd be running around the streets. And he'd come back and have a shower and get back in his suit every day. Bet he's a fit bloke. Oh, he, he was he was those skinny fucks. Like it's, it's obnoxiously fit, though. Sinewy looking. Like his knees look fatter than the rest of his fucking legs, you know, like those sort of, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, good luck to him. And he, I mean, he was a general manager. He was good at what he did, I probably, guess. Probably, probably kept his brain working. yeah. Yeah. Oh, fuck him. That's it. Joggers get fucked. Final closing thoughts. What do you got for me? Do I have any? Yeah. Um, not particularly. No? Uh, just like the rest of this year. It's like, let's just get through it. Yeah. What about next podcast? Thoughts? I s- we still got to talk about the Indian Space Program. Yeah. Um, it's that, interesting. That'll be a good one. What if COVID's f- fucked up that up? Concern. I actually saw a thing the other day. So they have they've been launching things. Yeah. The uh, the first first ever thing they they launched all the parts got there taken there by um, a donkey with a, on a cart. Nice. Uh, I, <laughs> seriously, what happened? A donkey on a cart took the parts of the Indian Space Program. Oh. And now and then now they've got you know whatever's up there. I ain't racist. They do own space junk. I I assume that their satellites look like Papa Dumps. What about, what about not, what? not for like racist things, just because even the Indians are like, that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's funny as a puppet dumb. 
Yeah. It's not a satellite. <laughs> it's, it's just pop down. That's not space junk. That is for entree. So we're going to talk about the Indian space program. Yeah. Um, we On the back of that, I think we need to talk about Mars. Mars. Yeah. Largest volcano in our solar system, Olympus Mons, 20 kilometres high. Are we? Yeah. Is it? Yes. Okay. <laughs> so here's my theory. This is what we're going to throw yeah. up next time, right? Why do we want to travel to Mars when we can't efficiently get to the moon and back? To be continued. Martian booty. Yeah. You watched um, Arnold Schwarzenegger, haven't you? What's that movie he goes with? You want to see the chick with the three titties? Um, is it Arnold? Yeah. The original is. They remade it. Uh, Final Recall. Final Recall. Is that yeah. it? No. Three titties. I'm thinking like um, the fifth element. That's Bruce Willis though. Yeah, no, there's no three titties. In oh, is there? Or maybe there's just blue titties. There's blue chick, yeah. I don't know. There's, there's too many weird-ass 90s fucking sci-fi. But they went to the drama of remaking it. It wasn't a bad remake. Hollywood doesn't make sequels anymore. Pretty sure I stole that off a line. I saw it like two hours ago and something. But yeah. Chainsaw and Bob. <laughs> Chainsaw Bob, but yeah, sure. Uh, any closing thoughts? Anything, anything Total Recall. you want to tell the world? Uh, no, it's just good to have you back. I'm back. It's good to um, talk shit and um, discuss the world. That's and obviously it. it's been an interesting year. You've made some major changes, man. It's definitely an interesting year. Um, it'll get interestinger, I think. hope so. I'm going to talk about... We haven't met your red-headed girl yet, have we? Ah, uh, she escaped. She did? Yeah, I didn't tag that one either. Right. Okay. So if you say anything on the news, like, as I said, please, I'm just doing my thing. You gotta not, Don't worry about me. Yeah, just not hurting you. Helping or hurting? Help that would be hurting. fun to do, like, in my fucking stupid head, it would be just walk up to a cop and be like, don't worry, don't worry about what I'm doing. And, like, you approach them as well just to make it. Yeah. Because how the fuck, As imagine being a cop and, like, you're used to seeing people do the wrong thing. You approach them and say, what are you up to? And they're like, nothing, don't worry. But I walk up to him and I'm like, don't worry about it, nothing. Yeah. Just to see his reaction. Hey, dude. Get arrested. Nothing to see here. Move on. <laughs> when you love to say that to a cop. I like to walk up to cops. So keep keep moving. Yeah, keep moving. Well, dude. Nothing going on here, mate. You just got to keep moving. Nothing to see. Off you go, <sighs> mate. Mate, mate. It's a crime scene. It's a crime scene. Now they'll lock you up. So this isn't a crime scene. Well, if you stay here, it will be. <laughs> All right, well, dude. We're out. Uh, peace. Peace. Time. Peace. This has been the Zero Fucks Podcast presented. Created and produced by me, K-Mac. You can find me on all social media platforms as Gorilla Radio or at gorillaradio.com.au. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there like a splinter in your mind. Are you ready? Let me tell you something about house music. It's not just a groove. House is a feeling. And when you feel it, you will understand.
Thank you, Randy. Goodbye. Bye now. Goodbye. Fucking Chinese.